Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. <laughs> Let's go. Okay. Hey. So, welcome to Running Commentary, the search for the phone episode. Yeah, yeah. I was just saying, I've been I a, felt, bit of a bit I of a drama. I was really feeling pleased with myself because Paul left his phone with me and I tucked it into a special pocket in the running commentary bum bag and then I put on both running commentary bum bags and put my phone in my pocket with one of those travel chargers in my other pocket then set off running. I thought, oh, I'm super efficient, me. And, uh, of course, first thing to do when we met was hand over the phone. Not there. It wasn't there. Not there. The phone's not there. So we're kind of running, retracing steps with a view to finding the phone, which, let's face it... It's a bit of a wild goose chase, isn't it? Yeah. It is basically the, that's our route for today. Back to my house. Back with track. eyes pointed. Look for the phone. At the ground. Yeah. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Well, let's get the eyes scoping around, but how far are we uh, hoping to go today? Distractions well, see, I don't know. I mean, looks like we'll be running more around sort of... <laughs> Stoky, isn't it? I'm happy to go for about 10. Great, let's do if it. That's what you're feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, you went for a long run on uh, a couple of days ago to kind of test your uh, pre-marathon metal. Well, actually, I didn't. You didn't? I lied. <laughs> I felt like... I, felt, I have to start off with a confession. I felt locked in because I told everyone I was going to. I see. And then you said, how did it go? And I just, I just went along with it. <laughs> The fact, the well, fact is... It's okay, Abraham Lincoln. It's good that you've told the yeah, truth Yeah, it's confession time. Particularly as I, I'm still on the back foot about the whole phone. The fact is, <laughs> it was just too wet and miserable. So I just right. didn't do it. Yeah. So the fact is, I still haven't had a really long run. Right. So today's going to be... I mean, I'm going to have a little wander, longish run with you, and then the idea was to... I went over this, I've just realised. Right, okay, cool. We're trying to re- re- retrace steps. As much as we possibly can. The I went bum up on this railway platform because there was a big jumping up great day right. in there. <laughs> the phones come loose from the zip, the zip bum bag. Yeah. And 
What a shame if it's gone, but, you know, that's life, isn't it? I suppose. I've given my daughter such a hard time for losing things this morning. Bloody hypocrite. It can, it can happen so easily. <sighs> hey, look, for you, you lost it twice. That's sweet, isn't it? <sighs> well, so, no, I didn't lose it. Well, I knew where it, it was. You left it with me, yeah, that's right. So, so I... Yeah, well... I don't know where I'm going with this, but it's not good. <laughs> yeah, definitely, yeah. Of so, course, I should have come round last night to get it, but it's actually quite nice not to have it for an evening. Yeah, well... Knowing that you'd be re- reunited with it the next morning, you, the joyous reunion. You can enjoy that feeling for a little longer now. Oh, God. Um, but, yeah, so... So, yeah, so no, so no long run. It was just really wet and miserable over the weekend. Yeah, yeah. And I just couldn't... I just couldn't face it on my own. Oh. And, not, and, and also, still feeling a bit after the part run, just not recovering as fast, you know. Yeah, right. One of, of course, because that's I, a hard run on sat- and that's Saturday morning. Now, it, it's a hard run in my current state of fitness. Yeah, yeah. When I'm not particularly fit. But also, but I think I've said it before, but it's still quite a new feeling for me. That feeling that when you run fast, it knocks you out so much more. Yeah. You know it for days. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not distance, it's pace. Yes. That really uh, has the kind of comeback effect. It's not that you don't feel it when you run a long way, it's just more that you know it straight away. Yes, yeah, yeah. It's It's a more gradual thing. Yeah. Accommodation with it. And it's not as if I'm even running that fast, it's just just effort when I'm not particularly fit. Yeah. You just feel it a bit more, so... But I went out on Monday, and it was, of course, it was Easter Monday. Yeah. And it was just... People were so friendly. I thought I had something on my face. There's all these people up here. Yeah. Where normally you get roundly and rightly ignored. Yeah. And everyone was like, hello. It's like something out of a greetings card. Which yeah, it was, nice. was just a nice, yeah. It was that Easter thing, wasn't it? It's a nice yeah. little celebration, isn't it? Yeah. Although, you know, it's a time of reflection. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I had to address that at the comedy store on Friday. I was like, yay, holidays. Although, of course. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. But although, it's ultimately the biggest celebration in the Christian calendar, really. Yeah, yeah. But it's not a- as much as a celebration as if we find this iPhone. Yeah, it will be a celebration. <laughs> <laughs> what would you, if you were a betting man, what would be the chances? Well, put it this way. Nine, nine, 99 to 1, 95. 100 to 1. 5% that we might find it. What's that? That's not it. That's a free soap. I suppose the question is, would you have heard it clanking on the ground? I have no memory of a plop down. Yeah. I went this way through this. this we're at a muddy puddle here, so we have to... Yeah. It could be that as I circumnavigated these muddy puddles, that's when I shook it out. Running-wise, I think I told you that when I did the uh, Beeston Park run, yeah. I was uh, impressed with this guy who just plodded straight, straight, straight. Straight through all the... Through puddles down the middle of the... Yeah. And I tried to imitate that the other day. But my legs won't do it. Right. So I go straight on and just head straight into the puddle. And then as I go into the puddle, I just start flicking around going, oh, oh, I can't. Maybe I should wear trousers instead of shorts. Sorry. You're welcome. Yeah. 
It's a moment like this that I contemplate. Punching me in the face. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, the fact that my security password isn't that rigorous on the phone. Well, I couldn't get into it last night. Right. It's bizarre, isn't it? There's so much on them nowadays. Yeah, they've got everything. I've got 10,000 photos. Yeah. yeah. They're all up on the cloud. <laughs> We're going back to your potential marathon. Yeah. Before your confession about the weekend long run. My deep, dark confession. That was a serious confession. Yeah. Um, it seemed to me that your main... The thing was whether you could potentially do the marathon without doing the pacing. Yeah, so I mean, the more I think about that, the more I think that that's a, it's a big deal. There's running the marathon and just getting around on whatever terms you choose. Yes, yeah, yeah, and yeah. And yeah, running yeah. it and doing it. Yeah, I, I, I honestly, I just don't think I'm going to be fit enough to pace. Yeah, yeah. I've kind of informed Runner's World. Okay. I would put it out on social media, but I like the means at the moment. <laughs> um, and, uh, <laughs> and, and it's just a pressure. It's just the pressure of it. I just don't think I'm fit enough to to run at any pace solidly for 26 yeah. miles. Yeah, I might yeah. be able to run a marathon on a wildly erratic pace schedule. Yeah. Well, you might even kind of feel good and kind of slam it out and get it out of the way. But it's yeah. still... It's still uh, I doubt it, though. Yeah, yeah, that seems I unlikely. doubt it, just because I haven't run anything. I haven't run over 13 miles in the last six months. Yeah, yeah. Except that big long run you did at the week. Oh, yeah. So that one. At least we're not running in areas where if people see a mobile phone, they're likely to just pick it up and keep it. I mean, Finsbury Park. Park, No, no, it's like. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's known for its. It's known for its honesty. He started hitting. Honesty pockets. Hard punch. Hard punch the elbow there, and I think that's fair. Did you run here? Yes, I did. Right. Okay. We are quite literally retracing my steps. Right. Okay. The coat there. Do you know, funny enough, I don't know if you'll find this very funny at all, but I was up here a couple of days ago yeah. and there was a pedal box. Right. The same as the one I used for my work. Oh, yeah. And I had to check over it to see if it's the one I had nicked three yeah. years ago. <laughs> Someone had somehow finally yes, come yes. here. It had passed through. The pedals out. But, um, it passed through the criminal system. It was someone else's pedal box. So there we go. People seem to be taking it in turns in lifting people. Bit of a three-legged like, race. It's a walk-fit kind of resistance training. I mean, right. It's a resistance training model. That seems a bit... Go for it, man. So there are groups of three, three women, and the middle woman holding back the women to left and right. Yeah. What's that all about? Slightly bizarre chain of events. I think it's very... I kind of, I don't want my first instinct to be to diss that, but I'm going to have to let it, let it go. I do find these days people in fitness, I mean, I'm sure those guys have been instructed, you know, that someone there said, this is what we can do, whatever. They yeah. just make it up as they go along. But generally, there's a sense that we can make up new exercises and they'll be better than any exercises from before. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's some kind of... New, uh, new methods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was like a three-legged race. But there's a woman, the woman in the middle of two other women. They were trying to stop her walking forward. It was like a sort of 
active resistance training, wasn't it? It's such a mess. Yeah. I mean, how, what muscles is that working? <laughs> it's like, it's like tr- practicing getting thrown out of a pub against your will or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's not. I did that in a play. Yeah. I directed a, a uh, uh, Uber Rex years and years ago. Yeah. And uh, there's a bit where the townspeople have a race and the winner gets a massive prize. Right. And I did it so that they were all cheating so hard. Right. Holding each other back. They didn't get anywhere. Right. So you've got this kind of... It's quite fun if this happened on the day of the marathon, actually. You've got this... Um, yeah. Let's have a look as we cross the road here. See if anyone's stuck a glove on top of a lamppost, as it were. No, they're not going to... Well, no. So, um... Yeah, so you got all these people amassed on the start line. Yeah. And then when the race started, they just kind of clung on to each other in a desperate attempt to stop the others getting in front of them <laughs> and just fell down in a massive bundle, which was supposed to be the height of surreal satire. But we just saw some women doing it in the park for fun. So you came quite a direct route. I always do. Direct city. Urban route. God, I wish I got the bus. I uh, I run up to meet Paul purely because it's I'm quicker. so tardy. Yeah. If I wait for the bus, I'll be really late. So I just now I'm fit enough to run oh. to a run. I do, but it's not ideal. In this case, I just can't believe it. Sorry. Right. I'm thinking of those people. Thank you. Who um. Well, we were talking about who think that we script this. I think we've created this moment of it's drama. Not really high drama, though. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's very low Jeopardy. drama because all it means is we're not really fully concentrating on having a chat because we're too busy. We're having right, a decent chat. I mean, quite literally looking at the ground. What are the ramifications of losing my mo- mobile nowadays? I mean, I will be insured, I'm sure, but do you just get one back? Do you just get another mobile? Well, well do you, how often do you plug it into a computer? Uh, very rarely. Ah, so that could be an issue in terms of it being backed up. Yeah, I'm not that bothered about it being backed up. You lose things in life, don't you? I mean, it's more the. I'm sorry. It's more the getting it back, isn't it? More the getting the. You don't have to pay for a new phone. No, I don't think so. Yeah. Your phone people want you to have a phone and have of a course, with them. But stuff. you've lost your SIM, haven't you? So you've lost all your contacts. Yeah. Well. I'll be in the handset. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, damn it. It's a, it's a, it's a 21st century disaster, but it's not the end of the world. Yeah. I'm clutching my phone. It's in my hand. Yeah. As it normally is. Yeah. For us to take photos. I've just got guilt. I just want to hand it over. Take it. I don't think that's quite what you want. So, yeah, so we did a little one yesterday with old Angie, didn't we? Yes, we did. We had a little one with Angie. That'll be out very, very soon. Nice to have her back. Yes. I did. I, I genuinely, you, you, one doesn't want to uh, patronise, but she's definitely more... She's getting fitter. Run fit. Yes. Just, I mean, from what she says. Yeah. You know, we've gone from someone who was uh, just done their first 5K right. to someone who pretty much goes to the park run every week unless there's some reason not to. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And on our run... We ran kind of the same distance as last time, and uh, I wish she definitely could have gone further. Yeah, she was coming back from a a lurgy, yeah. and yet yeah. she was okay. Well, it's that thing she again, which would be a new experience for the for the newer runner, which is that you're running 
abides yeah. when your body takes a knock like that. I was noticing on online this morning our friend uh, Martin Yelling oh, yes. with some advice, which was going round because he's like the principal, you know, general coach for the London Marathon. Yes. And he made an excellent point, um, which is that your long run before a marathon shouldn't break you. It should make you think, yeah, I'm ready. Yeah. And I think that's it, of course. I think it's a difficult one because it's not like you're going to run 20, 22 miles and come skipping back through the front door. No, no. But you want to feel like it's within your power in some way. It's you have burnt everything to get it's it. It's quite hard to, to get it right because often your longest run comes near the end of it. The weeks of your longest mileage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're a bit tired on the way you in. Don't, you don't... You, so you're going to be tired out. Yeah, and it's hard to taper for it. Yeah, you're going to be tired out. Yeah. But uh, you don't want to feel totally destroyed, but you're going to feel pretty tired. Yes. So it depends how far you go, but anything above 20 miles. Is the, is the psychology of it, isn't yeah, it? Thinking, yeah, Okay, I can do this rather than, oh my God. Yeah. But then if what you learn is, is going to be hard... And that's that good, and you're training your mentally and physically to. Which is why it's good if you can to do a few to get that confidence. But yeah. it's all good. Any time on your feet's good, isn't it? Yeah. Anything above two hours, two and a half hours. I told you about my double twenties, didn't I? Yeah. It felt really good. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah. And I think, and I always had a nice feeling coming into the end of coming into this holiday weekend that that was long enough ago. Yes. That I could start to stop. Leaning on it as my evidence, I was fit. Right. I started to get twi- a bit twitchy and want out. I want to get out and carry on, keeping those miles up, keeping that pace up. You know. Yeah. And then we did the park run on there on Saturday, which was good. Which was a week quicker for you than you've been for a while. Yeah, that's right. It's my fastest park run since before I broke my toe last summer. Yeah. So. Well, this is great, isn't it? And it was exactly. Well, it's one second different from the last time we did Hackney Marches. Right. So there's a real, you know, it's a real control. Yeah. I have to go back to that one and try and take another second off it. Yeah. <laughs> but I really liked it. I mean, talking of the psychology of it, we go on and on these days about when you're training for distance, running to the park run. But I think it's so true to just find ways. I think you've got to remember when you're doing any set distance that once you start to get an idea that you're getting towards the end of it your body's going to start telling you you can't make it or you can only just make it. Yeah. And uh, it's important to kind of to try and trick yourself out of that, you know? Absolutely, yeah. I ran, I didn't run that far, I ran seven and a bit miles Yes. to that park run. And the moment it began, it was like it's like you just started. It's like the first run of the day, you yeah, know. Yeah. And then I was doing the park run, and nice, felt good, felt really steady, felt like I'd naturally found a, a a racing pace, but a steady pace, you know. Yeah. And then, however far in, thank you, probably about three and a half k, I am. Um, I uh, just coming into Clitthill Park. Right. Obviously, this is a very friendly park. This is the kind of park where people just leave phones on the ground. Yes. So three and a half k into the park run, 
I started thinking about where the end of the park run was. Yeah. And that started making me feel a bit tired, you know? Yes, yeah. And then I thought, well, <laughs> it's like miles to go. Instead of however far it is to the finish line, imagine quite clearly in your head, visualises the word I'm looking for. Yeah. That you're just going to turn right and maintain this pace back to your house. Yeah. And I thought, yeah, if I was called upon to do that. I could do that. I would do that. Yeah. So the whole deadline, as if you will, of the park run finish line just lessened. Yeah. And it I don't know, it's easier said than done, you know, finding those little, those little those tricks. Little jumps that take you yes. out of it. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. It's just so important to remember that it's your head telling you that stuff. It's, it's so, not yeah, your lungs, it's not your legs, it's your head. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, little mental tricks. You'll find out what works best for you. Yeah. Tends to go, but that that start the watch at 20 and race to 25 worked really well for yeah, me last yeah. year during the marathon. It's just the race within a race thing. Yeah, well, I feel, I feel quite, you know, I'm feeling pretty fit. I feel good about the marathon. I want yeah. to be realistic about it, but I am definitely fitter than New York and more carefully trained. Yeah. And I remember last year in London, getting to 23, thinking, okay, well, from here, it's a park run. Yeah. And I just thought to myself, that's really nice, isn't it? Yeah, but I didn't, it didn't work. Right. You know what I mean? I thought, oh, shut up, <laughs> you idiot, there's nothing there. You know? Yeah. And yeah. it meant nothing to me. <laughs> yeah. But putting that to one side, I kind of, uh, I want to try that again. Yeah. That seems to me. I think that's a, that's a nice way of doing it. I think yeah. right now my twin, I was on the other side across the All right, okay, side. cool. Um, my twin notes at this stage for London are take it easy at the beginning and really try hard not to go too fast. Yes. And then test whether that left anything in the tank yeah. by going for that parkrun thing. Yes, yeah, yeah. And don't get me wrong, I'm not expecting to feel anything other than really fairly tight. ruined by 23. Yeah, yeah. But I just thought if there's anything there, yeah. I want to try and consciously access it. You know, not just stumble into it. It's that, it's that thing that I realise that, sort of profoundly, that 20 miles is the halfway in a marathon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, up, to, up to that point, I'd always poo-pooed the idea and thought it was a little bit ridiculous and absolute nonsense. And of course, 20 miles isn't the halfway point in the marathon. No, no, no. That's 13 miles. Yeah. The marathon being 26.2. Yeah, yeah so 13.1 is 13 .1. But, but half marathon, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, but physically and psychologically, it's that 20 miler. Yeah. Everything changes. Well, if you did two half marathons on the same day, you would expect the second one to be really hard. Yes. Considerably harder than the first. Yes. And this, again, this stuff, also, stuff see, all seems so blindingly obvious, but it's, it's really worth going over it, isn't it? This yeah. Stage? <laughs> I mean, I think you're absolutely right about the 20-mile thing. And I would also say that pretty much every time I've run the London Marathon, I've got to 20 miles thinking, I'm done. Yes. This is it. Yeah. The rest of the marathon is all favours I ask of myself. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I've got nothing left. <laughs> yeah. It's got all survival. Yeah. But the great thing about the finish to, to London is getting on the embankment, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Then you start to feel 
the crowd noise goes up a pitch. Every step of it, possible. you're absolutely right. When you come out of that tunnel in London, you start to see the landmarks as the river curves. The crowd that's been cheering you all the way around still take it up. Yes. And then you see, and then you're running for Big Ben. Yeah. And that's exciting. You get to 25 miles, and that's exciting. Yes. Yeah, you start yeah. peeling off into the Royal Parks, and you're like, what? Yeah, it's amazing. And it starts counting down. Then it's the palace. Then it's the finish line. It yeah. is really, uh, it I really got, does drag you in. I got a real sense of that last year. Part of it, because I was closing in on the three hours, but yeah. after 23 miles, that you kind of, you tip over then into near the end. You know you're going to something it. about it, yeah. You can't believe it. It's both at once, isn't it? You're thinking, yeah. I can't imagine this ever yes. being over. Yes. It's going to be over. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it is intoxicating. It's exciting to talk about. If only I was fit enough to actually experience that meaningfully. Well, let me just find, <laughs> you could phone a few friends and see how they... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we need to be in the road. So, I'm, of course, I'm hoping that we're just going to get to your house and just find it I'm relying on through some kind of miracle yeah, I phoned my uh, son to have a look but of course I'm relying on the fact that my children are simply no good at looking for stuff yeah, so, yeah. That's the, that would be the hope but the, not the expectation certainly the yeah, hope yeah that's the hope yeah oh, let's cross cool It's, um, what is it this weekend? Is it Brighton? That's this weekend, isn't it? I think it's Brighton and, and Manchester. Oh, they're both? Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. No, a lot of people do Manchester. I made a Manchester playlist. Right. Um, it's called, uh, well, it's one of the best of our DIRMs. No, it's the Manchester one. Check it out if you hear this before then. You want some music? Manchester vibes. Money. Hey, country boy. Which would you do if you had to do Manchester or Brighton? Which would you do? It's a silly question. I'll probably, I'll probably, just because I like the coast, yeah. I'd give Brighton a go. Yeah, yeah. Just because I like the idea of being near the coast. I didn't find the half very hilly. Right. I'm slightly scared that the marathon would be. Yes. As you need that extra distance, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so... Have a look. We have retraced our steps all the way back to my house, and so far, nothing. So of course, have a quick look. Can I? Oh my word! Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack 
for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. So we're continuing. No mobile. Yeah, so that's it. We've we've stopped retracing our steps, so we will be looking up. So the good news is you don't have to listen to us looking for a phone. The bad news is there's going to be a real tension because we're now pretty much officially lost Paul's phone. (laughs) Had it. Lost it. Don't worry, mate. I've got it. I'll give it to you tomorrow. Here it is. I've lost it. (laughs) Yeah. It happens. Things get lost in life. But you know, the, the other thing is that you know, I did it. You know, normally you do things that they, like that. You do, you do them to yourself. Yes. And then you can get really angry, as you have to be nice about it. It's, it's just a pain, isn't it? You obviously didn't mean to lose the lose the mobile. I'm just trying to work out. It's one of those things that creep up on you because I'm really bad at basic security. Yeah. I just. Just don't bother with it, really. Yeah, yeah. But if it if it's gone, we've just rang in it, and it's gone to 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 uh, your number's no longer available. Yeah. Surely that means someone's just swipped some. Someone's picked thrown it, it out, out and just nicked the phone. Thrown your uh, sim away, and uh, now they've got a new phone. So you know. Yeah. Happy day. They're not. They're not trawling through my personal bank details, no, just rinsing the account. No, I don't think they give a about that stuff. Yeah. That would be my guess. Yeah. Um. Anything like that. All you do is change your password. Yeah. But I don't think. If someone in Fensley Park finds a phone, their first thought would be, all good, a phone. I suppose. Identity theft is real. Oh, God. <laughs> Just gonna, <laughs> yeah. The ramifications are huge. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. For national and global security. And please don't go on a holiday next week. Because, you know, hopefully it'll get to a point where you miss me in our runs. <laughs> I, do, I do hope that that's the case. I'm not bothered. I'm, I'm honestly not that bothered about it. We've got to finish this one before we get to that level. I mean, all the photos, most of them are on iCloud. Yeah. The contacts, it just means that you accept calls on your mobile and then just log them again. Yeah. Doesn't it really? I mean, well, I know what you could do. do. I know who all have all your info. Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. I'll just give him a shout. Hello. My wife will have my wife has a lot of Cambridge loads of stuff. Loads of stuff spinning around on iCloud. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> oh. Well, that has coloured our day. Tooling up, feeling all pleased with myself with my double bum bags. Feeling fairly uh, marathon ready. Well, you are, mate. It doesn't affect that, does it? No, but... So how far have we got now? We've got, what, tw- three weeks? Almost to the day. Yeah, well, it's less. It's uh, two and a half weeks. Oh, my goodness. So, you know... This is the shortest build for a marathon I'm ever going to have. I honestly feel like I'm almost starting from... I'm not starting from nothing. Yes. But the total absence of long runs. I mean, if I want to get through it on any level, 
I'm going to have to have a, at least one long run. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's a, it's it's the polar opposite of last year. Yeah, yeah. When I was uber prepared. And I always, and it's also very uh, akin to my New York because I couldn't get the mileage in for that really. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. And that was <laughs> well, I got round. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be hopefully quite fun just running a marathon purely for a laugh yes I haven't done that for a long time there's a real freedom to it yeah like that freedom you had between last night and this morning to do your fun yeah yeah oh god just fun yeah fun I was enjoy. I was I I did enjoy it for a bit yeah it is nice to be relieved but it's just the uh, it's just the administrative pain isn't it that's all it is it's a laugh now isn't it yeah um I mean, as I say, my phone's in my hand, so we can take photos. Now running down towards the city, look, see? Yeah. And here's us going along the pavement. But when I first started running, yeah, let's do this. Yeah. When I first started running, it was just amazing to me that I could go out for an hour without my phone. Yeah. Just, it was anathema to me at that point. The freedom of it. Yeah. I was reading an article the other day, which was about, it was about how to be more secure yeah. online Right. after the whole Facebook Cambridge Analytica news yes. cycle. It's a I funny article, though, because it started out saying, you know, don't allow apps and games, don't give them your details, you know. Right. You, you, you don't need push notifications from Candy Crush. Yeah. Edit your, you know, edit your settings. Right. You know, and they looked at that in a few different specific ways. But by the end, it started to get very preachy. Right. It's like, hey, you're out with your friends. Why are you looking at your phone anyway? Yeah. So yeah. you make a fair point. Yeah. <laughs> but you're kind of off the point. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like they've slightly run out of things to say. No one quite knows what's happening with the whole phone thing, do they? No. The whole social media thing. Everyone's a little... (laughs) The cat's out of the bag. I think, yeah. And people saying they don't mind. Well, I think that's another thing someone said, you know. People say they don't mind. But what if I said, I'm going to email you and steal all your information? You say, well, as I say, I don't mind. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I mean? I think that... It depends what you mean by information. You obviously don't want your bank account details with someone else. But also there's that sense that it's, it's a weird kind of ego thing. It's like, you've got to get understand that Facebook, ah, your phone. Oh, that's absolutely oh my goodness. fantastic. Where are you? You come here live, live oh, Abbey Road. Okay, at the um, reunion. Are you uh, indoors on Abbey Road? We'll come to you and, uh, and not. I was carrying my friend's phone and I lost it. Tell, tell, tell them there is a reward. <laughs> there's a, that's a reward. Okay, we'll be right there. Thanks very much. Bye. That f- this feels like one of the most exciting podcasts we've ever done. <laughs> Suddenly it does. <laughs> Suddenly it does. How amazing! <laughs> but how did they get the? How did they liberate the phone? Um, how did they? They found it. They found it. It sounds like a youngster. Right. It sounds like it might even be someone I know. Right. That would be a brilliant coincidence. And uh, when we tried to phone it, 
listener, you'll have missed this because we had a little recording break while we went in my house yeah. trying to find the phone. And also we both went to the toilet, didn't we? Yes, we did, yeah. Um, but yeah, so they phoned me back from your phone. But how can you do that if you can't open it up? Well, well we're going to find out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but listen, what you don't realise yes. is how much our pace has improved, yeah, our true. overall gait. Well, heads up. <laughs> Just out. We're giggling like children. Laughing <laughs> like children. Tears in our eyes. Crapping like we're, thunder. We're reunited. I'm mixing up Burgess Meredith and Rocky and Elton John there. You're gonna crap thunder. So, what? How hilarious. Adventure. 160 these, Albion Road. These I are, know that place. <laughs> I know Albion Road. Yeah, yeah, but... And this is a good... You should tell the world that address. No, Everyone's sorry. going to come knocking for their This phones. is a good old-fashioned, um, not so much a dog run, a kind of phone wander run. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, that's, a, that's the other thing is, you know, we get to, uh, up the miles in an exciting way, you know. Yeah. Oh, my Maybe word. we should l- lose your phone. <laughs> 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 no. Green, green man. Yeah. <sighs> It's quite interesting talking about that Cambridge Analytica Facebook stuff because all the time I was thinking, of course they've got your information. Yeah. But it is, I think when people do sign up to social networks and say, I don't really care if they've got Alexa listening to me all day long, finding out what music I listen to, advertising the last thing I talked about to me, all that stuff. There's a weird element to it, which is that... As long as they carry on dismissing you as a tiny, pointless piece of information, it's not a problem. Yes. And people are saying, well, imagine if I came around your house. Imagine if you came but around then, my house. But they're not doing that, are they? You'd be treating me like a real person. Yes, yeah. It's yeah. a whole different deal. Yeah. Because it's so broad, it's not very threatening. Yeah. Unless you're undertaking acts that could be perceived as threatening. Also, though, a different issue is the great river flow of rolling news. The way huge news stories just modulate and shift and change into something different before you've even got there. The Cambridge Analytica story is about election fixing. Yes. And that is a big deal. Yes. You know, however you feel about modern life, you know, Brexit and Trump, they're like the two cornerstones of modern existence. It's like, it's like... Well, it's targeting voters, according to data, isn't it? That has been done before. Yes. It's just the means by which they got the data in the first place. Yes, that's right. And then there's, you know, have laws been broken or not, you know. And maybe they haven't. But that's the story. Yeah. Not whether Facebook know what your emails are. But, of course, because everyone's on Facebook, that's the story. Yeah. Because that's what's interesting. Yes, yeah, yeah. It's the same as the way the... uh, All that wonderful... March in Washington, all those great speakers, specifically those kind of 11 and 12 year old girls that reminded me of adults. That whole dialogue has become about one boy versus one Fox News presenter. Yes. So that's not what it's about. That's crazy. But it's also about the the Zuckerberg vision, which at the face of it is really wonderful. Facebook of it. Yeah, total interconnectedness. Yeah. And how we all want to be interconnected. Yeah, yeah. But that's predicated on the 
benevolence of human beings. Yes. And lo and behold, they're not always benevolent. Yeah, that's right. Herein lies the problem. Yeah, I've argued that about Facebook before. People say, like going back to the preachy uh, article. You say, oh, Facebook's terrible. I'm not going to do that. Facebook's great. Facebook is life. Yeah, it's yeah, a little yeah, lens yeah, on life. Yeah, and totally. all of human life is there. Yeah, totally. The nastiness and the pointlessness and the excellentness and the wisdom. We're back in Newington Green. It seems greener and more joyous. Oh, it's amazing. Than, uh, the colours just seem brighter. They do, don't they? Yeah. I mean, look at it. I'm going to take a picture. I wish you could take a picture. Soon I'll be able to Soon take a picture. Soon I'll be able to. <laughs> <laughs> I was chatting to comedian Glenn Wool about Facebook the other day. Ah. And I'm saying, because I take everyone, I accept everyone, sometimes... When, I, when I'm looking at my timeline, it's like ingesting chaos. It's like what it's like what hell is, sort of thing, because it's yeah. so random and yeah. diverse and chaotic. <laughs> well, you said that the other day. He said, "You know, I don't want to be in an echo chamber. I want to uh, accept old opinions <laughs> until I hear something." <laughs> Get me back to the echo chamber. And, and Glenn Wool said, "It's quite." A, he said, "Oh, it must be. It's like God's timeline, <laughs> and it yeah. is, isn't it?" Yeah. Just all these meals and opinions and discontent. Very, yeah, the odd moment of gratitude. Because <laughs> yeah. that's you at, uh, at the comedy store, Glenn. Well, on, uh, on Thursday, Thursday, filling in for you. Yeah, and I was there the rest of the weekend. I tell you, we go on about it, but you've got to get down to that comedy store, guys. Yeah. It's really good. Such a good weekend up there. And um, I was fundraising in the bucket, and I made... Pretty much exactly a thousand pounds. That's brilliant. Three shows, a thousand pounds. So you're really, so nice. you're really closing in on the hundred grand, aren't you? Well, yes and no. You know, you can kind of see it closing up on it, but I'm still. But it has to be yes. Four thousand pounds out. Yeah, but it has to be yes if you make a thousand in a weekend. Well, yeah, unless oh, have you set a time by which you want to achieve that by? Well, by the London Marathon. Yeah, I'd like to do it by the marathon. Yes. Hadn't thought of that. I mean, I'll go till it happens. And hopefully there will be a swell and a flow. Yeah. But, you know, it is finite. I've only got so many gigs. Yes. And then, of course, people sponsoring online is, oh, yeah, hey. That is an incredible achievement, though, to make make that much money. That was Lissa and Baxter going the other way. That's who? Lissa and Baxter. I don't know them. I do. Friends, (laughs) this is your manner. Yeah. This is why we've got the mobile. Yeah. They've still got my... uh, I still got my details. This is it, guys. The uh, even numbers are on the other side of the road. Yeah. <laughs> this is amazing. So it'd be great if we get there. And they went. What phone? Only joking. Yeah. What are you on about? <laughs> phone? No, sorry, mate. Cheers. Thank Step you, sir. Easy. Yeah. Cheers. Okay, so. Yeah, you want to find the police, mate? <laughs> People are good, though, aren't they? I honestly don't See, know what you're on about. We are totally characterised. Someone is stripping it out. Yeah. And, uh, well, that's that's the assumption, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Well, like, yeah, I've told you the story of my guitar being stolen, haven't I, on the, on the podcast? What happened there? In, tw- in 30 seconds before I get to 160? Yeah, no, I'm saving it. Saving right. it. It's a good story. <laughs> I've got another good story. Tell it. We haven't got time. <laughs> it was on the way there, but it's, it's, the a good, it's a story about influence. Right. About manners and people... Manners as in, this is my manner. Sphere of influence. 114. Yeah. Oh, it's so dramatic. And do you know what this does again, Rob? What's that? It sends us 
again in a different direction running-wise. That's right. It's complete wander-run heaven, there, isn't it? There's a park up here, isn't there? There's parks. I think we should go just, the back go way up to near where we were going to go, and then I'll give you a lift back. If we'll you just go straight little. on up here, you get to that. What's that park in Stoke Newington called? Oh, I can never Hyde, remember. Hyde Park. This old park. Is it? Yeah, you know. You're joking. Yeah. You're joking. But what we can do is yeah. we can run around where we originally met and you handed over the mo- 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 mobile. <laughs> and, uh, and we can do the run we're originally going to do and then I'll just give you a lift back. I love it. And all's good. I love it. Oh, my word. Okay, we're getting really close now. This one is... I'm tearing up now. It doesn't say. I'm starting to... <laughs> it was less dramatic. 158. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay, I'm going to watch proper, this. It's a proper house. You go, it? you go. These people have got some money, haven't they? I don't know why I'm singing the theme from Jurassic Park. I can prove that you're you if we have to. That, that might be a bit weird for them, us doing a podcast. Is it this? Yeah. Well, explain. Yeah. We've rang the door at They're obviously not in, they're out, that's it. What's the Please don't be alarmed. We're doing, we're doing a running podcast while we're doing this. And you yeah. become a massive part of it by finding this phone. Hit the phone. Um, I lost his phone on the way to recording this podcast. So our whole podcast has been us talking about how <laughs> about I've phone. lost this phone. It's gone forever. <laughs> and, and then, then and you then phone. It's like, how, how did you open up the phone? We didn't. All right. It's oh. just we, we waited for it to call. All right. Okay. And then. So if, it, if, it's, if, it call, if you've got a missed call, you can. Phone back. Yeah. That's brilliant. That's fantastic. That's so kind of you. Do you mind, can I take your picture? It's just for our podcast. Just so uh, I wasn't the one who found it, it was my daughter. Oh, okay. Where did she, fi- did she find it in the park? In Little Park. Or either on the way to the park or in the park. Tomorrow. This is great. Really good. Help show me. So this, but this is not your phone. This is, oh, this is my, my phone. phone. We were out, this it's is very complicated. Phone. We were out yesterday recording and uh, Paul left his phone in this pocket. And I said, don't worry, Paul, I've got it. And I took it home and I tucked it in the pocket. I was wearing that and this. And I ran up to meet him in Crouch End. Lost the phone. And, I said, and he said, where is it? And I literally went to hand it over and that was open. I was like, oh no! So you really saved the day. Pass on our thanks to the... Do you, do you drink champagne? Do you drink champagne? <laughs> Do you, do you like champagne? Yeah. I'll be back. No, no, no I will be back. Yeah, yeah. I, I will be back. I know, I know, I know, but I'll be back. Thank you yes. so much. Yeah, there Thank is so a much. reward. Thank you. Thank you so much. Hey, I lost the phone. I'm, I'm going to drop the champagne off at that house. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's kind of it. That is, uh, it's only right, isn't it? Okay, <laughs> okay so let's, let's celebrate before we go. We've got to do the celebration picture. Hold it up, hold it up. It's not in the picture. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, let's run. Phones aren't that important, are they? No, no, it didn't matter anyway. I mean, that's what you said. I I, ironically, I, I was you actually... You said that I quote. Yeah, never mind. I, ironically, I was actually <laughs> thinking this morning about moving back to a brick phone. <laughs> I honestly was. <laughs> well, maybe but thank goodness we found this one. Put it in that pocket. If it's in the front, it won't fall out, right? No, no, no. I'll just put it back in. <laughs> That's um, not a problem. You write that? So how far do you think we've gone so far? <laughs> not very far. We've done, since we met, we've done five. <laughs> oh, since we met this morning? Yeah. Oh, well, that's, well, that's nothing, is it? No. 
Okay. I feel good. pretty warmed up. I mean, we'll just. I quite fancy running back home, doing a little seven, and then I'll give you a lift back, and that'll be yeah, about good. ten miles for me and a bit more for you. But do you want to just go really through Clissold and go back up Lindsay <coughs> Park Park and walk? Or should we loop Clissold while we're here? I want to go through Clissold, round the back of the boating things and down that really muddy stretch just for oh, the last yeah, of great. Let's do yeah. that. Yeah, Which will be really muddy because I've had so much. <coughs> I'm going to ring my wife live. I can't believe it. That's I'm going to ring it live. Just yeah, so yeah. She... Good. Let's cross. So, listeners. She was a nice it? person, wasn't she? Yeah, she was great. They were... They're doing all right now. And the daughter went, oh, yeah, full-size Yeah, house they're doing all right, Road. yeah. Nice. Double-fronted, full-size Albion Road. Hi, love. To. I found my phone, love. We found it, love. Found the phone, love. <laughs> yeah, but where did you find it? <laughs> do you want to know where we found it? Do you, love? You don't, do you? You're, you're irritated, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> I... I now, some, uh, yeah, a runner found it and then rang us during the podcast. Yeah, it was amazing. <laughs> and, then, and then we went around the house. They lived on, they lived on Albion Road. I know it's, it's funny, isn't it, when people find themselves involved in the podcast when they don't realise. <laughs> they don't like that. You're on the podcast, love. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. This is it. <laughs> So. This is turning into epic. epic. It's already epic. Our route is so random. Yeah, yeah. We've set off in several directions. <laughs> we'll have to do it more often. I'm going to pretend I've lost your phone again. Yeah. Just leave it with a friend. Phone me in an hour and three quarters. So. No, that was great. And it was nice that a runner found it. Yeah. Isn't that nice? Yeah, except for the this. community of runners. But we don't know. Was it definitely a runner? Yes, because she was out running. She oh. told us. I didn't hear that. I no, yeah, she, she was, out, she she was on her way back from running around Clissold Park. Yeah, that's beautiful. But we <coughs> never met that daughter. No. <sighs> Laura. Really good. Hopefully we can find a phone when we're running through Clissold Park. Well. And then Swip sw- Sims straight away. So just, <laughs> yeah, start, yeah. just start using Sell it. Sell it on. Let's yeah, we can get some money for this. that. I'm doing it. Going into the church class <coughs> so we can loop Clissold Park. Look at this, guys. This is a bit gorgeous. I quite like like, this little pocket. It's great, isn't it? Yeah. This is near where we met, isn't it? What, before we knew each other? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. In fact, it was this... It's this... Good Deeds. It was at this gate, wasn't it? Get a picture. Come on, on, let's get a picture. This is the moment where me and Rob met. This... Beyond... We bumped into each other doing comedy, but this is the moment where we felt something, wasn't it? Yeah, I don't think we had bumped each other doing comedy. I think that what happened was I knew who you were because you were off the telly. Yeah. And then we we got to this gate, and you were running. I wasn't. It was before I ran. Right. And there was a lady trying to get out of the park and they locked the gate. Right. And we helped her pass her baby over the fence. Oh, that's nice, Because people could squeeze through. Yes. But the pushchair and the baby needed to be... And she really didn't want to throw her baby over the fence. I remember that, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good job that we didn't drop the baby over the... On top of the fence. Quite Listen, dangerous. I'm sorry I lost your phone! <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, remember, I do remember that moment. Yeah. Well, you didn't know who I was. I, yeah, but I, I, I did want you said. I, I, I did want you said. <laughs> I'm a comedian too, Mr. Tomkinson. <laughs> I saw you. <laughs> I really enjoyed your work. <laughs> I used to talk really high in those days. Very much more mature now. 
Yeah. Way more mature. So sensible. Yeah. Uh, it was sweet seeing a bud back at my house, wasn't it? Uh, it was so sweet. The, the sweetest moment was when we, we we said, oh, let's ring the phone and see if, if we can get it. So we rang it, and yeah. Bud went, oh, I think it's upstairs. And he yeah. was hearing the tone of the he phone. He was hearing that you, it ringing <laughs> in my ear, but he really wanted yeah. to have be the bear. He's good, such a sweet guy. Also, he's such a cool guy. He's such he's a sweetheart. There, he's right in the middle of his French homework, which he's assiduously doing in my absence in the Easter holidays. Yeah. But he also came clean and said... And there's a reason for this, because he's sitting right there on the table next to him. He just came clean and said, I tried on mummy's earrings. <laughs> <laughs> it oh, feels like cool. a morning of confessions. Yeah. After my, I didn't run two and a half hours yesterday. Yeah. Well, mine wasn't a confession so much as a, oh my God, I've messed up. Yeah. That Messing was, up live is different. I'd yeah, covered it up a, if I could. Yeah. So we're going into the... Uh, Wood chippy muddy backwards of the park. Wood I, I love running on wood chip. Can you smell it? Oh, it's amazing. It's lovely. Really nice. Good morning, Magpie. Hey, here's something. Yeah. I was watching um, uh, the uh, Portrait Artist of the Year All right. epilogue yeah. where the winner goes and paints Kim Cattrall. Yeah. Right. And she's in Liverpool. Yeah. Doing that whole, yeah, I'm from Liverpool. Yes, yeah. I still feel completely connected. Yeah. I've been here twice. All right, la. <laughs> hey, up, Kim. All right. She's one of us, love. Anyway, she said the live building has got two nameless birds on it, just sort of, sort of birds. Yeah. They were supposed to be eagles. But the sculptor messed it up. Right. That's what she said. Yeah. And the artist said, oh, good fact. That is completely wrong. Is it really? Kim Cattrall's wrong. And I'm going to go out there and tell Even you for why. Because a liver bird is a cormorant. Right. Liverpool means pool of cormorants. That's how that city got its name. And the birds on top of the liver building, guess what they are? Cormorants. Cormorants! <laughs> I assume you've written a heavily worded letter of complaint. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because there's, if there's one thing that demands a letter of complaint, it's that. It's common information. That's a real overreach by Kim Capture. Yeah. You can only assume that a researcher told her that. Well, you, you, she you, can't have come out with that herself, do you reckon? I don't know. I think what it is, is years, you know, a long time ago, when she was young, she said to some, you know, dad or uncle character, so what those birds there, and they didn't know. Yeah. They fronted it out. Right. She's been just passing, passing on as gospel ever passing since. Passing on second knowledge. It's not Kim's fault. No. Let's be clear on that. And I'm slightly concerned that I'm wrong, but I'm also confident that I'm not. Right. <laughs> Hello, mansplain. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need yeah. to mansplain yeah. to Kim Cattrall. Sex and the city of Liverpool. You know. So I've got a. Uh, the little story that I didn't have time to tell. Tell it. I've now got time to tell it. It's about kids. It's about youth. It's about crime. It's about redemption. It's about confusion. Yeah. That's nice of that Ghostbuster to let us pass. Yeah, yeah, really kind of him. So Rudy's out and about. Yeah. In Crouch End, Muswell Hill area. Getting on and off buses. Things is that you know that do from the get-go when you know that do. Yeah, yeah. Going, going all gangster. Does he go for coffee? Very rarely goes for coffee. What would he go for, Greg's? He'll go for... He's making excuses to go for little walks outside to the shop where he doesn't need to go to the shop. I see. He's at that stage of life. It's the walking that counts. Yeah, the walking, the hanging around yeah. with kids. He's gone gangster. Yeah. But every now and again, they'll bump up against 
some real gangster kids who like to nick stuff off kids like Rudy. Yeah. Because it's just part of what happens. Yeah, yeah. If you go to school in North London, state schools and private schools, there's kids who want it. It's, it's taxing. They see it almost as a legitimate tax. Yeah, yeah. It's like, you've got more than me, so I'm just going to have what you've got. Yeah. And you're also it's a bit... levelling. Yeah, you're also a bit smaller than me, so... Yeah. Still theft, essentially. Of course it is. Yeah, oh, it's yeah, completely yeah. outrageous. It really annoys me. Yeah. But it's almost accepted it's within ongoing, them. It's, yeah, part it's part of their, their community. Yeah. It's part of their hierarchy. We can go. So, so Rudy's out and about in a coat. Quite a nice coat. Yeah. This gangster kid, who's in a gang, yeah. takes him around the corner, says, you know, give, I'm going to have to take your coat, sort of thing. Almost apologetic. Yeah, sort of, you know, almost health and safety. You're gonna have to take your coat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's my so, role. Yeah, in this little play. It's, it's our role that, that demeans me as well as you. Yeah. That leads ultimately to, to uh, only my own denigration as well as yours. Yeah. Did he use those words? No. No. I'm projecting that. Yeah, I think you are. And uh, Rudy had pound his mobile phone in his pocket, so he managed to do that. Yeah. So it's a little bit street. Yeah. Rudy gives him his coat. He found it in his non-coat pocket. In his non-coat pocket, yeah. Good, good. Rudy gives him his coat, and the guy walks off. It's important to say as well, if you don't give him your coat straight away... Then they start hurting you. They will punch you repeatedly in the face until yeah, you do yeah. so. It's basically a mugging. Yeah, it's a mugging, of it's course. It's a potential it. energy mugging. Yeah, it's a mugging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so Rudy just sort of accepts he's lost his coat. Yeah. Then, he, then he meets another gang... Then he meets another gangster kid. And says, I'd like to give you a coat. Called, well, almost called Jugs. Right, because of his big breasts. I don't know. <laughs> Probably. This very moobalicious young gentleman called Jugs. And Jugs recognises Rudy. I don't think you're ready for this journey. Yeah. I don't think you're ready My for this My mistress brings all the Jugs to the yard. And, uh, it's just too moobalicious for you, baby. <laughs> She's got Jugs. She knows how to use them. So, 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 so Jugs is on the scene. Yeah. So J- Jugs Can recogni- I just say, I'm really glad we didn't try and get the story in before we got to 160. <laughs> Jugs recognises Rudy yeah. as George's brother. Yeah, yeah. Jugs is like, no way. That's George's brother. I'll go get you a coat. Go back. Right. Jugs goes, meets gangster number two, yeah. gets his coat back. Rudy reunited with his coat. Yeah. Quite a nice story. George oh, that's had, the end. George has no idea who Jugs is. Right. Still has no idea who he is. But Jugs has had the connections. Yeah, Jugs had the, Jugs had the connect on the kind of coat-nicking gangster there, there is that kind of... That, it's part of the game thing. It's all... It's like something out of The Godfather. It's it? who you know. I remember being in, uh, in Stratford. Yeah. Um, uh, for a... Uh, Shakespeare workshop for A-level. Yeah. So, you know, that puts me in a certain context. Yeah. And me and a couple of friends are mooching through town. Yeah. And uh, Happy in your love of theatre. Yeah. And yeah. the guy in a really silly hat. I mean, it was very central casting gang member. Right. He had a big soft kind of Ginster's pasty boy shaped cap. Right. In a two-tone, like, mauve and cream. Right. Anyway... He, uh, he's sitting on the fence outside the bank, and I looked at him, and he kind of, it's quite sort of friendly look about him. Yeah. So then I smiled at him. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, I really messed up then, because then he did that thing, which people do, which always takes one by surprise. He's your mate, though. Where, please, <laughs> always uh, hurts to get overtaken, but there's no two ways about it. She's going faster. I've got no problem with that. Um, yeah, so 
he came over and said, what you looking at? What you looking at? And he was really like, he wanted a, uh, you know, one of the fight. And I tried to talk my way out of it. But yeah, the best response to that. I'm Larry. I'm not very, I didn't kind of go, the, oh, sorry, sir. The best response to that is, always, I don't know, I haven't got a label. <laughs> always nice. The best nice. Well, no, I wasn't. But anyway, and my friend Gordon, who I think came up in another story from kind of always being a much more diffident um, strip of a thing yeah. than me, but always getting caught up in my adventures in this era. Anyway, they got me and Gordon up outside the bank. Oh, no. And uh, this first, starting with the, the uh, kid in the cap, this gang, there's four of them. Right. They kind of fronted up on us one by one. They took it in turns, let's go left. Yeah. And... Uh, and kind of it just came up and sort of said, Oh yeah, you want to show you want to show you and they got bigger and bigger and bigger. Right. You know? Like a Russian like, doll of gangsters. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> and I was thinking this oh is this is ridiculous. I mean yeah. it feels like we can still talk our way out of this because it's just kinda of nowhere, you know. Yeah. And I was worried about Gordon. It's a very stressful situation. It is a stressful situation. Yeah. You're calling me. I didn't mean to. No. <laughs> I'm not going to. I'm get ring, it. ringing you on air about your story. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a listener calling in. <laughs> it was the listener calling in. So um, anyway, got to the last guy. Yeah. And he really looked scary. He was enormous. He was a ginger-haired fella. Right. Thick set. Yeah. Not tall. But just broad. Right. You know, I kind of go who could kind of pick up one end of a car. Yes. Just like, like that. Just a strong person. Yeah, yeah. And he got to me and he said, Sir, what's, what's going on about What's going on? And I said, Well, that guy said, Yeah, my little brother. I said, Yeah, your little, your little brother. He uh, thought I was looking at him and giving him a hard time. But I wasn't. Yeah. Honestly, don't want no trouble, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said... It's almost like they're looking for an excuse, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But then this guy, the, the, the alpha... Yeah. He said, really, so he didn't want, he didn't want to fight with my brother. I said, no, no. I just happened to catch his yeah, eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this guy went, oh, okay then. And they all went... Oh, that's great. <laughs> that's perfect, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's perfect when the big bloke who knows most about violence decides that he doesn't want to participate. Yeah, the scenario yeah. in both cases. That's lovely. It's kind of self-policing, isn't it? Yeah, it's lovely. It's really nice. Because it's up, cause often it's just the little kids trying to wind the big blokes up so they can watch them hit someone. Yeah, yeah. And they don't always want to hit someone. No, and not to get too serious about it and tie it in with the, uh, with the news uh, in this country or across the Atlantic, but I think the thing that makes those situations end not so bad it's the lack of weapons in either story. Yes. Only really better yeah. to keep weapons out of it. Yeah, yeah. There's a coot on a nest there. Did you see it? Like a little coot island. So this is nice. We've turned right into the Westlands. Wetlands. Wetlands. Not Westlands. Nice. That's no. the helicopter company that Michael Hesseltine was involved with. In Turn right into Westfield Shopping Centre. <laughs> yeah. Oh, get out of the way. Pull. <laughs> yeah. Get it. Get back into Jack Wills. Turn around. By the West Way. We're doing some motorway. The Hollister, aren't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's only a matter of time before the Hollister campaign comes in. There's a great moment when Hollister opened and me and Judy were in Westfield. Westfield Stratford, which I frankly can't bear that it isn't called Eastfield. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. that's where we were. Good point. And uh, all these young men came out of uh, Hollister dressed in nothing but speedos. Just kind of... <laughs> Yeah. It was a, you know, publicity opportunity. Yeah. 
And it was brilliant because Judith just went, oh, oh, oh dear. I, just, I don't know. I don't know what to. She was discombobulated. Does this happen every week? Right, we did that last time. Do you want to go down? I quite like down? it. Yeah, I quite like it. All right, yeah. I'm going to get you on the stairs. Happy with his phone, Paul ran off into the woods. You've got to call anyone else. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, Rachel didn't particularly want to carry on that much when she realised she was on the podcast, did she? Yeah. She's quite a shy person. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like that when you phone her up when anyone's present, isn't it? Really? I'll get her to, I'll get her to uh, Is you not? sign a release form. Yeah. <laughs> That's the way. Yeah. <laughs> I am... Uh, I am a cider drinker. I am a, I am a cider drinker. So I'm I've not. got this kind Can I share another confession? Yes. I'm actually quite looking forward to running a woefully unprepared marathon. Yeah, I hear Is that, that bizarre? Absolutely. It is bizarre, isn't it? No, no, I, I, you're going to find uh, something in. Only by contrast to last year, which was... It was all on it. I'd visualised yeah. it. Every step I'd... I, you know, I've subdivided it to different 10k things. I was this, I was that, and it was. I had my, I had my policy, and and this time it's just, I'm going to try and have one really long run before I do it. Yeah. Recover. This Twenty this weekend. Yeah, maybe. I mean, That's two weeks out. Yeah. Try and lose some weight. Yeah. Try not to booze for ten days or so. Yeah, yeah. And then just turn up and try and, and just have a laugh with and it. Still run it faster than me. It's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> But that's the basic thing is, you know, when it comes down to it, it you're definitely still really good at running. Y- yeah, yeah, yeah. As we I all know, and run. you know at a level. Yeah. So you just but there is a difference. There's a... That endurance thing, though. You can't fake that. No, no, no. Like with the park run thing at the weekend. I can do the first kilometre in under four minutes oh. and go. feel okay. Yeah. But I quickly fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm just not fit. Yeah, I, I, want, so. I weigh nearly a stone heavier than I did last year. The marathon is further than that as well. Yes. So, I really wouldn't know what to expect. If I can lose some weight, it'd be great. Yeah. Weight's crucial, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I'm kind of losing a bit of weight. I've got to, you know, trying to be quite strict with it. But equally... It's hard over Easter, isn't it? Yeah, and in the long, long game... I realised that my, uh, I've been, uh, you know, my, my best weight, if you will, the lowest I've been since I'm running, yeah. is about half a stone underweight for me. Right. When I'm naturally fit, yeah. muscular and trained up. Right. Well, specifically, I was 12 and a half stone when I got my PBE marathon. Right. And I've been 12 stone, but I think when I was 12 stone, that's around the time people were saying... You, you don't look very good. But that, that's when you, <laughs> your fittest isn't when people, when civilians are worried about your general health. Do you know what I mean? That's yeah, a, that's sign. a Thank really you. good sign. If old friends are asking you to see a doctor, or yes, quick. that's a sign that you're running fit. Yeah, that's great. Good sign. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yes, we'll see. We'll just have to see. 1996, right? Yeah. And uh, I had lived in Edinburgh. But I'd moved away again. Right. But I was up there for a week or two in the summer. Yeah. And while I was there, I had to write a uh, suite of songs. I was working on some songs I've been commissioned to write. It was a lovely sunny day. So I was out in the meadows with my guitar. Yeah. Making up songs. And, uh, and then this family were near me. Guy and his 
girlfriend and their little girl. Yeah. And he came over and said, I'd eat me. I have a gun, you guitar. Had a chat with him. He was like, you know, he had a little go. We had a chat about the classics, you know. I think I showed him the Jimi Hendrix chord, you know, that kind of, yeah. did it, did it, like the Purple Haze chord. Yeah. And he's like, oh, could he play that? Played a bit of Jimi Hendrix, bit of Eric Clapton. Yeah. This is, maybe it wasn't 96, because it was kind of before Oasis. Right. Anyway, and a little while later, he'd gone back to playing with his family, and I'd right. gone back to composing. Yeah. And really needed a wee. Right. So I said, you want to have a go on my guitar and keep an eye on my stuff while I go for a wee? I said, oh, great, yeah. You're so trusting. So I headed off. Yeah. Went for a wee, and I came back. All gone. <laughs> family, guitar, guitar Quick, case. in the car! <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> and I imagine you weren't gone that long. Oh, no. no, no. So that was quite a snap decision. No, they, they decided to clear out. They thought, we, w- we will trade off the afternoon of in the park. picnic. Yes, yeah. And the moral compunction... I should think they probably traded off the moral compunction against my middle-class English accent. Do you think <laughs> when he was having a chat with you earlier about his guitar, he was sort of casing the potential out, possibly? No, no, I don't you think don't, so. Really? No, I think we, we got on fine then. Right. But I just don't think that stopped him yeah. seeing, seeing the good... Seeing the opportunity. Taking the right... You know, thinking, yeah. oh, no, forget all that. I'll, I'll get a nice guitar out of this. Yeah. So, my first guitar, the one I was given for my 16th birthday... Disappeared on the meadows. That's cr- that's a that's a bizarre form of criminality, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. That's just on a whim. Yeah. Why not? We'll just take the opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. It's really weird. That. I, I, find went, that, I find that so odd. I went straight to the. It's, 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 it's very different to what you were saying about the law of the jungle. You're going to have to give me a coat. You know. Yeah. The tax factor. As I say, I don't want to make any presumptions about prejudice, but I always. I do presume. I always thought that that was maybe easier for that guy morally because I'm English. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. There's yeah. such an ongoing thing of English being not just being idiots, but being having more. Uh, Scotland being underdogs against yes, English. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, in yeah. a way, it's yeah. it's kind of like him sort of taking back what's due. You know, there's always a I justification if you want to play the blame game. Yeah, it's criminality. Isn't there's it? always a justification if you want to play the generation game. But I heard that wasn't that good with Melon Sue. All right, mate. Oh, look at all this. Look at all this, Bilava. <laughs> we're going in. I think <laughs> I know. it's a mistake. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Drama. Right? Absolute drama. <laughs> there you go. Got it. Got Take it. care, man. See you later. Good luck. Cheers, bro. Yeah. Careful, Paul. Don't fall in well, the kind canal. Of, we've come here knowing it's going to be hard work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a funny character because he he, lo- he, bike, he launched a big nostril stream As almost we were, at my oh, almost at my feet. Oh, look at my leg! Look at that! That was one <laughs> straight, one straight in, straight in. <laughs> Squadge! Right, I dare you not to fall over. I dare I, you. <laughs> I uh, so, I didn't see the generation game. With, uh, with, with Mel and Sue. What's that? I didn't see the generation no, no. go with Mel and Sue. Well, we, as a family, there was talk of us, you know, we thought we quite fancied it. Yeah. And it was trusting that and something else that was good. And I just said, you just went what's the other thing? Yeah, that we just think is Just in case yeah. we go, oh dear, and turn yeah. it off. But, you know, but once there's a lot of hate sliding around. Oh, it's awful. It's awful. And I really like Mel and Sue. Yeah, I must great. say, though, that wouldn't you thought a gig like that... It's almost made for someone like Alan Carr. Yeah, yeah. Is that, is that a bit too obviously going for the Larry Grayson thing? Yeah, but maybe it is. Well, why not? You know? Yeah. I mean, it's been, they did a one-off with 
Graham uh, Norton, sorry to stay with right. camp yeah. gay act, but they did and it was good. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, I mean, Mel and Sue, again, they, they just get so much grief. They're just, oh, it's, it's awful. It's a classic famous woman thing. The hate they're given is just on such a ridiculous scale. Completely. I, I, don't, I honestly don't understand it because they were no. so. I thought they'd done. Everyone loved them after Bake Off. Yeah. I don't, but do, do they now not love them? Yeah. The mob, they decided they turned against. No, they always hated it, but they right. just hated the Bake Off. Right. Yeah. I remember because I used to love. I mean, we still I love, love the, the Bake Off. Yeah. But it just people saying people were just hating it. And the Bake Off was <laughs> is so harmless. Such a harmless it's bit like of fun. It's like people hate Harry Potter. Yeah. You know, because yeah. it's kind of pagan. It's like of all the things to get up in arms about. Yeah. A fictional wizard. Yeah. A fictional wizard. I didn't hate Harry Potter, but I never got into it. Well, that's fine. But I didn't hate it. Yeah, that's. I think sometimes people. I think people confuse the two, don't they? Yeah, well, we say people, you mean men. Not always men. Come on, mate. Not always men. Not all men. Hashtag not all men. You're suggesting that women don't hate things for, the, for, for quick reasons and make snap judgments? Okay, well, in all. Yeah, there's plenty of women doing hate on the internet too, but I think that that thing of a man saying, this is what I think. Yeah. How dare anyone think differently? Whether you're talking about Doctor Who or contemporary politics. Yeah. Is, um, that's quite a male domain. Okay, well, good luck with your run. I'm going to stay here. <laughs> this is actually really nice bit, this bit. Yeah, you're all right. Once, you th- once you're through. How do I get to you? Do you want me to phone for help? Okay, this, this raises... Uh, do you, what do you want next? Do you want the discussion about shoes ahead of the marathon? Or do you want the two little epi- epilogues to the guitar theft story? I like guitar theft, a bit of continuation. All right, well, one, yeah. I went to the newspapers. All right. Part of it is just my narcissistic ego. I thought that's a story. What, to tell the story, yes. Yeah. But I also thought it might lead to me getting the guitar back. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I went to... You went to local press. You know the Scotsman Hotel? Yeah. At that time, it was still the Scotsman. I remember that, yeah. And I went there and did an interview for the Edinburgh Evening News. Yeah. <laughs> Strong glum. Yeah. Guitarist Rob Deering was left singing the blues. <laughs> it said under the photo. Yeah, that's and, great. That's great. <laughs> I can imagine and, the photo. Yeah. yeah. Well, the, the photo was a funny one because the guy said, have you got a guitar you can pose with? <laughs> that's no! the point. What do you think? <laughs> I, one of my many guitars was stolen today. So... Um, that wouldn't have made a great story. It? Rob's lost one of his guitars. And I phoned my the only one. Phoned an old friend of mine who uh, I thought would understand, you know, because we'd listened to, we played a few Cure songs on that guitar yeah. down the years. And she, I told her what had happened and she said, give me a minute. Yeah, I've consulted with my crystal. I think it's going to be fine. Right. <laughs> And I hadn't realised she was that much of a hippie until then. <laughs> the crystal didn't make me feel yeah, as much better. Yeah. That's funny. And then but nothing happened, I presume. Oh, God. Yeah, of course it did. I got a new one on the insurance money. So right, fair In fact, that's my acoustic guitar to this day. And if you see me in a park this summer... Do you mind if I have a little... I like to think I'd be just as... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you nearly went. I'm just going to the shops. Yeah, yeah. Would you look after my guitar? Yeah, yeah. For a few hours. Hey, no problem. Hey, Busky. Start the car. Hey, Muddy Bike Slot Nose. Yeah, yeah. Want to go on my guitar? But, but Father, I'm enjoying the picnic. Never mind that. <laughs> just pack up quick. <laughs> Open up the vo- uh, Vauxhall Daddy, Corsa. I'm a toddler. Yeah, yeah. Did you just do a crime? Am I a criminal too? No. Is this a learning thing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Take it while you can, son. <laughs> so there's a bit of an extension going on there. Now, bit of a big one. There was a question. Yeah. On the line. About the, shoes. Yeah, shoes. About what shoes. What was your answer? It was. Do you have different shoes for a big one? D- different shoes for racing. Yeah. As simple as that. A question. Different shoes for racing. And. The answer, answer would be yes. The answer for me would always be yes. Yeah, yeah, one, yeah. one set for training and one for racing and speed work that are a bit lighter. Give you cushioning, but they just make you feel a bit cooler. Just getting that. Ideally, I'd always train with a heavier trainer than I'd race. Right. Just to get that cycle with a noticeably heavier trainer. Like these, these uh, really hockers. They're big. <laughs> they're they're big. Coated with yeah, and coated mud. in mud and clay. That's right. But they're big old boots. And be, I used to sometimes, when I was a kid into running, I used to run in army boots, like properly heavy, real boots, yeah. just to feel that difference when I race. Wow. And it's nice to when you get your light trainers. How about you? Well, I just, I can never, between tightness and, and, uh, and funds and fussiness, yeah. I can never find more than one pair of shoes. That you like. Not just for running even. These days, I've got one pair of running shoes I'm getting on with. Yeah. Well, that took me a while. Yeah. They're quite supportive, and I had to break them in. Right. They used to really hurt. Yeah. And now I'm worrying that the reason they don't hurt is because they're not really doing anything anymore. Right. I thought about replacing them for the marathon, but I'm worried about it. Yeah. And it's expensive. It can be expensive, definitely. It's expensive. And it's the same with shoes in life. I try and have two pairs of shoes. Just so I can mix up outfits and look nice at my gigs. And then, of course, you've got your day shoes that wear out. Yeah. And uh, gig shoes that look a bit nice. You Don't get me wrong, I'm not old school musical. You know, they're all trainers. But, um, but that's the thing. I can never find shoes that fit, that are comfortable. It's a, yeah, yeah. It's like a lifelong quest. I've been wearing the same show shoes for years. Yeah. But it's... Uh, but in terms of, like, injury effectiveness you want to find a model that works for you a racing shoe that works for you and just stay with that yeah what? Whoa, no, don't go. whoa no don't go sorry mate yeah I mean I, I also do that and then it happens so little after they change them all the time you know yeah, yeah. I mean I favour a Nike yeah and they never Nike are never the same two years running right and my feet that's so changed. frustrating isn't it and I've got deformities on my feet it's just all a bit too hard yeah so I totally understand more than one pair of shoes for running but I don't think I've ever had more than one pair of shoes in play the only times it's happened is when I've got a new pair for like a marathon or something right and then bottled and worn the old pair on the day right but you know that's not the same I mean it? it's quite nice to have just if you can afford it different trainers for just road running and trails and me, me. just nice to when you say road me, running yeah. do you mean like escaping coyotes yeah that kind of thing yeah, yeah that kind of thing yeah. and trail running just different shoes but definitely a race shoe if you can afford my brother it. bought me some spend some money treats heavy trail running shoes like real like the, the bottom the sole of them the bottom side I was going to say but there's yeah. a word for that sole yeah it was like a plank right you know? like a really solid biscuit yeah and they were, you know, that's when he was trying to, we both went then, it was like synchronised swimming. Um, that was when he was trying to get me to do the old, uh, uh, not the Bob Graham round, but the uh, 44 mile ultra over Skidor. Right, okay. He got me the t-shirt and the boots. Way! Hey. He said, off you go. Whoa. And I was like, yeah, right. Yeah, you, you go first. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then I found, even when I went to lakes and started running on proper 
rocky mountain sides, I still don't really want to wear crazy shoes. Which is silly, really. I'm probably risking my feet and ankles. Well, prob- they will be designed for that. Yeah, but... The trail shoes. They're full on, aren't they? It's like wearing skis. Skis with no long bits. I think the big thing is learning when, to, when your shoes have had the day. Yeah. When, when, you've, when you've just run them in. Yeah. Well, it's funny, isn't it? Because you kind of think... Well, I don't know about you, but you kind of think you, you get them for that one big run. You know, you think, once I've done a marathon in these, they won't be any good anymore. But then in training... If you get your miles up, I, mean, I know it's a big if in your case, but if, yeah. if you're getting the miles up, you've run, you've already won, you know, run 20, 50, 60, 80, 100 miles on. Yeah, yeah, you want, you want, you want to change them every thousand miles. Yeah. At least, I would say, yeah. So, new shoes for the marathon, is that what you're telling me? It's too I'm, late! I'm saying if new, if you can find a racing shoe that, that suits you. Yeah. I mean, I, go, I have Adidas Boston's every year. I just wear the same shoe. I think with Boston, it's more than a feeling, isn't it? Yeah, it's what more than a feeling. They are good, I must say. More than a feeling. I've got these. They are Structure 21 Lunar Glide. Right. They're nice. They're nice. Yeah. And normally, the old Lunar Eclipse, really supportive around the heel. Right. And then very soft and light up the front. Okay. And these are more... They're built up across the ball of the foot under the toe. Right. Still pretty soft everywhere else. Not too big and boat-like. Yeah. They've just got, like, a, they hold your heel nicely. And then You've got, got to get a, a nice... You get a relationship with trainers, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Racing shoes. I mean, you definitely want to get a couple of very short runs in the shoes you're going to race a marathon with just yeah. to ensure there's no and if massive problems. New shoes, that's... Only get a, a, a style that you've worn. Yes, a make that you've, you've made. Because the tiniest difference can magnify. Could turn into agony. Yes. agony by the end of yes, the day. Yes, it absolutely can. Yeah. By the time you get halfway around, yeah. either 13.1 miles or 20, or 20 miles. Imagine that turning up for a half marathon. And it's a 20 mile race. <laughs> Didn't you know? It's a kind of a it's half halfway round. Psychologically, yeah. it's half. <laughs> I must say, I thought it was a very long course, a half marathon in Reading this week. I think, though, that's... Everyone went out and did that Liverpool half. That weekend I was there, and they got the distance wrong on that. Right. It's really bad getting distance wrong. Oh, yeah, it is. Of course it is, yeah. It's disgraceful. It's real you-had-one-job stuff. How, how, uh, How out was it? It was short. Right. By... 400 metres. Right, okay. So yeah. it's not no, that's much, but it just means none of the... Anyone who's running... Well, no, it doesn't, I suppose... It's short and meaningless. It renders it invalid. It renders it meaningless. It renders it invalid because anything above 200 metres short or long is not eligible not for like, the, the proper race. So people do all that effort and training. Yeah. And then even if they're not that bothered, still you've taken their, their achievement away. Yeah. To some, to and I would say short is worse than, than long, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least with long, you've well, run... You come out and go, wow, I went past, I got my PB. Yeah, I've overachieved. It's so unfair. Yeah. Because not like those people didn't slam it out on the day. Yeah, yeah, it's a real... Of course uh, they did. It's a real shame, isn't it? It's quite bleak. We're up on the top of the hill yeah. in Finsley Park here, and there's a cold wind blowing in. Retracing our steps. Yeah. Our eyes no longer <laughs> on the ground. Yeah. But as we back, this is this will actually turn out to be quite a run for you. Yeah. Won't it by the end? I can handle it. Yeah. 
I'm looking to get I was thinking that I would do 13 to 16 well this is it in Cardiff right uh, two weeks out from the marathon right this weekend but then I kind of I thought I'd run to you today and then we'll see and also I like the idea that it doesn't matter you know yeah I'm fit enough for it well look, it's, it's good. great to get into that stage which I'm nowhere near this training block of being able to run for 10 miles just doesn't feel like much yeah, yeah that's an incredible feeling of fitness to reach yeah yeah that's right and yet the crazy thing is what did i have to run for the other day i just had to run and get something right and uh, in my normal clothes in your life. on a normal day yeah but you know i'm still wearing night trainers right? yeah so it's not the shoes and i ran and just i, I mean I, honestly i couldn't tell you whether i was sprinting or right. running at this speed or running at parkrun speed but as a you know, like in Clark Kent mode, I was just running along thinking, this is a nightmare. Yeah. I'm having an asthma attack. <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to get all the way to my, to my house, wow. which wow. is only about 500 yards away. You know. Wow. Again, it's all psychological, isn't yes. it? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you don't expect to say to your body, we're running now, yeah. then your body's going to go, no, stop. Ah, I don't like it. Or mine is. Stop. Is that true with you? We think of you as such a natural runner that even what? if you're running to the car, I can imagine that you're kind of in a... Well, I quite like... I mean, I quite like it if I have to run a vacation, but it depends on... I'll be honest, I've been drinking and eating loads recently. Yeah. So that was part of it over the weekend as well. I mean, like yesterday, with this little, little one with Angie, of course I can run easily anything up to five, six miles or whatever, but I wake up, I woke up feeling really hungover and full and yeah. I just haven't been looking after myself. Yeah. I really haven't. I've been a little bit confused and injured and ill and trying to find the time. It's quite exciting for us to think about what your marathon's going to be like. <laughs> I, I suppose so. Yeah. Total implosion. I mean, I hope I won't do too much damage yeah I mean and also please don't think of it as advice you know it's almost oh no 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 no. this is like this, at home. this is like an experiment the, the 15 day build up I mean this will almost be close to a long run for me really yeah yeah if we do about 7 from when we get home because that'll be You're we're going to go up to the woods yeah, that'll be about 13 all in. You'll have done yeah. nearly 16 today. Yeah, let's see. I'm going to do 16 today, I don't have to do it at the weekend. It's all yeah. good. Yeah, we've gone... Um, since we hooked up, we've gone a short eight and a half. Uh, so, kilometres? No, miles. Since we hooked up? Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah, I'm coming up to ten and a half. Wow. And I did two to get to you. Wow. So we've done eight and a half... And, really? Yeah, probably eight and a quarter, but over eight... I suppose it's a long way round, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, particularly if you count all those zigzags around that mud. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, we were here. We're now back on the... Uh, the <laughs> it's my third <laughs> time running here today. Never ends. It really does feel free to, freeing to not be running up here. Yes. Peering at every corner of the ground. Thinking, oh my God, I lost this one, I lost this one. I wasn't. Was I that? Was I that bad? No, no. It's just it's, it, but it, a, it's an undoubted weight, isn't it? Isn't yeah, it bizarre? Right. How well, big they are now. <laughs> Phones. Yeah, it's a big deal. Psychologically, yeah. yeah. Well, just try putting it to one side and yeah. experiencing life. Yes. Yeah. Why don't you look into your friend's eyes? Moment to moment. It was. I, I think it was more the idea of 
losing on the photos and because yeah. I'm not very good at backing stuff up. Yeah. Which is my own fault. Yeah. And also all the notes you make. I'm constantly making notes on my phone. Yeah. That feel so important. <laughs> But it's funny, isn't it, all that negativity? You've got to look at the positive stuff about that. that yes, end. of course. I think that one of the... I didn't think I've lost all that meaningless social media rage. <laughs> no, that's yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. But then you do... You find wisdom on social media as well. Of course, yeah. Sometimes. Absolutely. Sometimes. Yeah. Even on a picture of some pebbles, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and the other thing is, one of the things I really love about social media is the way you can maintain a relationship with people you went to school with or cousins and stuff yes where you don't want to spend a week with them or a weekend no. or whatever no. you just want to check in you just want to nip in you know some relationships are just built for that do you want to press like on an image of them stood by a castle of a weekend or something do you know what I mean that's just it, all done. That's, it. Yeah. that's all we need yeah. <laughs> you're in my mind but not that much <laughs> but I like it yeah I think maybe it's this generation I mean they say that Facebook is the uh, is what people our age do, and the kids aren't doing it at all. Yeah, they? they're Snapchatting, you know? yeah. And uh, I get that, because it's not that we, we don't love all those people we have, the more low-key, kind of almost... It's almost like passing a message at school, isn't it? Yeah. You slide a little note across, and then we don't need to interact again for another three weeks. And it's not that we don't love those people, it's just that our family lives and our working lives... They keep the days pretty full. Yeah. So you're just kind of sprinkling the socials in and around that in a way that fits. So are you measuring on your watch as well? What's happening with your watch? Oh, no, mate. This watch is just... It's been stopping and starting. I've basically just found my Garmin. This is another thing as well. Yeah, yeah. My Garmin had stopped working for about four months. Yeah. And I just left it. Yeah. And then I bought another watch, and then I'd lost the charger for it. So I'd be running off watch for ages, which I love. Yeah, I mean, keen listeners will remember when you said you were going to get on Strava and yeah. do a hollow laugh at this I know, stage. yeah. I love running off watch, but also I'm aware that when I do run off watch, hello, mate, I tend to run a bit slower. Yeah, right. Which, is again, is good fun. And great but, for training. But this results in... Being slower. Yes. Over time. Well, I know that. <laughs> you, you just get slower and slower. And slower. So now I have found my watch again, and I'm sort of timing it, but it's on. It's just clicking down the kilometres. Yeah. And there's no. It bears no relation at the moment to how far I've actually run this morning. Because no. I've been stopped and started so many times. How much? How far is it from the uh, where your house meets the Parkland Walk? Yeah. Up to. Uh, Hugget Woods and back. I would say it's about just a mile and a bit there, a mile and a bit back. You're a bit, a bit tired. No, we could do that. I, just, I mean, you need the, you both need the miles. But you don't, what you're saying there, and, I, and I'm okay with that, is that you don't fancy another seven. <laughs> I can feel that. Just so, so you're, I'm, I'm no detective. <laughs> but just from that very comment. <laughs> It indicates to me that you're not up for another seven from this point. Well, and then... And that's okay. I'm also... That's okay. Especially looking after this. But my, of course, I could use my son as an excuse. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Literally, he just messaged to say that homework is done. Right. So he's to it. Trey BN. And so he's now at home. Right. Listening to records. Yeah. And playing computer games. I'm no detective. Yeah. He's not desperate for me to get home. But it is up not to you. Not until it's time for someone what, to what, prepare what we could, some What food. we could do is, <laughs> if you 
if you're of the mind. Look at this, so look at these green leaves. That's about the greenest trees I've seen. Well, he's gone delirious now. He's yes, delirious with fatigue. No, I just wanted to. <laughs> yeah. What, what we could do in, in what's been a very transactional, shifting morning. Yeah. We could just not go into Hartgate Woods itself, but just do that little loop around Queenswoods. Okay, good. Do you want to do that and split yeah. the difference, and then I'll give you a lift home? I would say that since we started, we've done ex- exactly nine. That really surprises me. Yeah, it's on 11.02 now. Right. I'm sure it's 2.02 to, to here from my house. No, but if that's the case, and all we've really run is there and back. <laughs> Are you sure that's not nine from when you started running? No, no, it's oh, 11. Right. It's 11. And okay. also, it's much further to go around the reservoirs like we did. Right, OK, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's not nothing. Yeah. That's right. Plus, we went halfway down to the uh, canal and back. Don't forget that bit. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, it was exciting, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Nice, yeah. Do you remember? <sighs> and it's, uh, however tiresome for you, good training. Very good training. Good for the legs. Yeah. You've got company, you're not on your own. We can run as slowly as you want. Yeah. Oh. I'm looking forward to pushing my parkrun speed back up. Well, I'll tell you what, you're only 30 seconds behind me, and you'd run seven miles there. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I, I see, I'd, yeah, I'd love you know to do I mean? a test on it, but I don't even see much difference. I don't think right. I've got much more parkrun if I haven't right. run there. Right. I think the only difference would be if I'd run far enough to not be able to access my parkrun properly place. Tie, you know I mean? Properly tie yourself I don't out. Think yeah. I've got much difference right. in the available place. I don't know. I, have to I, find think you might, I think you'll find there might be a bit. I'm thinking that my last... I see what you think about this, actually, with your knowledge in general and your knowledge of my recovery time. Yeah. I was thinking I'll be in Manchester the week before London. Yes. And as you know, I'm a big fan of the old South Manchester park. You like the park run, yeah. And that's... Uh, I'll do it. It's two and a half miles from a hotel. So that would be an eight mile with a park run in the middle. I'd, I'd, I'd do it. And I'd... And I'd and I'd probably run for about an hour on Monday. And I'd run for like 20 minutes on Wednesday. Yeah. And I'd do loads of stretching. And then I might run for five, ten minutes on Saturday just to keep getting my legs loose. Yeah, yeah. And then I'd run the marathon. Yeah. I think it'd be really good. Yeah, that park good run, the impact of going as fast as I could on the eight days before a marathon for 5K. I think that'd be fine. I think it'd be fine, yeah. yeah. Absolutely fine, yeah. I'm completely out and of issues. And then nothing that had hurt you the, ne- the following week. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, for the first time ever, again, going back to what we were saying about family life and modern life, this is going to rid- like, sound like a ridiculous claim nearer the time, but I've really tried to clear my decks yeah. for the whole week up to the marathon. Now. Right. I've got one gig, and my brother's going to drive me to it. And uh, I'm doing work, but I've scheduled... Like writing-y, yeah. sit about at homework. Right. And I'm going to irritate my family with how little I do. Yeah. And how early I go to bed. Good for you. And I'm saying, yeah, I'm not going to do that, guys. Normally I don't so gig. I'm up. I think you'll notice a big difference. Yeah. Normally I don't gig the night before a marathon. But this, this year, due to my need for, for wedge, I've had to take a gig. And in keeping with the general theme of lack of prep in extremists. Yes. It's in Liverpool. Right. So so that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's ideal, really. Right, perfect. Yeah, to have a gig in Liverpool the night before the marathon. Is it the night before? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, the night before. Yeah, that's the, that's the, that's the best 
that's the best thing. Are you doing a bit of performance art, which is like how not to do a marathon? I don't that could see be your next book. I don't see how driving for nine, ten hours a day before a marathon is going to negatively impact your performance. Are you just going to drive to the start line? <laughs> Hopefully, I can get on earlier and get away. But it's still, it's still nothing short of a disaster. Yeah, it's but it's quite big. It's big money though. I just needed it. Yeah, it's like you're doing the Friday Saturday and you hot water. No, I'm doing one night at the Philharmonic with some people doing That's the Philharmonic. That's what they should call that. Uh, that should be the name of your DVD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit of an absolutely smash show. Paul yeah. Thomas and one, one, one night, night at the Philharmonic. Philharmonic. Just a, a three marathon taper. One in commentary. Yeah. And just watching your eyes carefully thinking, yeah, there, there you can see him remembering. Yeah. There you can yeah. see him thinking, this yeah. is a disaster. Yeah. He's got a marathon tomorrow. I've got to go. He's got a marathon tomorrow. <laughs> I was thinking back to trying to bottle where I was at when I was fitter a couple of years ago. And one of the things I did when I got my PB in uh, York was... Yeah. I went to bed at about half eight. Yeah. You know? Makes a huge difference. Yeah. It, it really like does. I didn't get off to sleep particularly well, but I was trying to. Yeah, if you get... If, I mean, I'll try and get a good night's sleep on the Friday, but obviously this Saturday you can't do too much sleeping while striving. <laughs> and, uh, and also, you know, you do get nervous and you do have to get up early. Yeah. So you mustn't leave your resting up till that last night. No, 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 no. Because you won't get it. Even those no. of us who aren't in Liverpool yeah. won't get it. But if you can get to bed a bit early, it's a huge difference. You know, it's a massive difference. Yeah, yeah. So, so what yeah, another say? three, four miles, you say, yeah? I'm okay with it. Are you sure? <laughs> no, we'll, we'll turn back if you're not. It's cool. <laughs> no, we'll turn back. No, no, I think that now I've done 11. If we can get to 16, I don't have to go that far again, do we? Yeah, no, we'll, we'll get to... Yeah, we'll get close to 16. Yeah. We might not even get to 16. Would you be okay with about 15? Well, I mean, 16 is if we go to Highgate Woods and go right round once and come back. Yeah. That's 16. Or if you want to do a short Queen's Woodsy loop... Be about 14 now, 15. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We've got to see if the tadpoles are there. That's the first yes. thing. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we'll definitely see if the tadpoles are there. Yeah, that's key. That's the short. We can do that within the short Queen's Woodsy loop. So, sorry to be stupid about it, but your house to Highgate Wood and back, including Highgate Wood, is five miles. About yes? five miles, yeah. Okay. Well, that's what we should do. Right. Okay. I wish I had another tissue. I know this. I, get, I always you have. Bit snots. I mean, I always have a running nose. Yeah. I wake up in the morning. I've got you a running nose. I'm sneezing. I run. He's got a running nose. I, in the daytime, from about eleven in the morning to about five o'clock, constantly. Sometimes it's a bit different, but it's basically some part of that time. Constantly. I have a pain around my right eye and across my top right jaw, like. I assume it's sinus pain. Right. Every day. What's that about? Have you chatted to medical, medical professionals. professionals about this? Well, right. It's hard to get an appointment. And yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's really kind it of feels like a bit. It you know. feels a bit small change. Exactly. But it's. And it, the it's, logical it thing is, sinusy, doesn't I get it? a cold. It goes to my sinuses. Yeah. And then it takes ages to go away. Right. It just stays but, there. It takes ages and just plain permanent. It's not, and also, 
it's a downer, you know. It makes me grumpy. Yeah. And really, not just grumpy, but miserable. You know, I can't think straight when my face is hurt. Yeah. I don't like it. It must be your wife's. But you're moaning to you about it. It's probably the best way to no, get it. No, no, but fixed. you probably need to get that sorted. If you've got something happening constantly like that, that's a yeah. big drain, isn't it? Yeah, it happens so often that I don't like to take painkillers for it because right. I might be taking them every day, you know. Yeah. And uh, I've got a... And it hurts when it's happening. Yeah. That's I've okay. got a salty uh, salt water spray. Right. Which you blow up there. It's just yeah. My wife's convinced that that helps. Yeah. She's probably right. But I get very defeatist once it's happening. You always get stuff wrong with you, don't you? One gets older. Yeah, that's right. But Just ongoing. Bad luck, kids. Anything that's causing you pain on a daily basis, you want to have a look at. That's right. It's just shaping my uh, happiness, you know, my yeah. existence. And that's no good. So you're going on holiday next week? Yeah, I'm going to Lake District. Nice. My plan is to run... Have a good old running Cardiff on Saturday. Yeah. I'll be walking all next week in the lakes, hopefully, and that's a little bit really bad. Yeah. But I'll slip out maybe twice on the Tuesday and Thursday. Yeah. And run. I'm not going to run anywhere crazy where I might break my ankles. Yes, don't do but that. But I might do a bit of hill running. Yeah. Run up the hill. I'll be staying next to a fairly serious road pass. Yeah. So I might run up and down that. If it feels good, I might make that my... I do that two or three times the same yeah. one. And then when I come back, it'll be that run to South Manchester Park run back. And then, like you say, a kind of normal length run. Yeah. A teeny tiny run. Yeah. And then it's the marathon. Yes. And the marathon, what were the notes I said earlier on? It was good to say, I'm going to repeat that. I'm going to try really hard not to set off too fast. Yeah, it should, it should feel a little bit almost stupidly slow. Up to at least six miles. Yeah. Even yeah. though it won't be. You'll think you're running slower than you are, because you're naturally excited. Yes. But it should feel a little bit silly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I mean, I think that Brighton half was so lucky that I did that, because it was such a chancy thing. Yeah. But um, I was exactly that, you know, I was thinking, I'm running with the brakes on, I'm running really slow. Yeah. I don't think any of those early miles were slower than eight-minute miles. Yeah. So then... One and a half, two minutes faster than us running and chatting. Yes. And that's not nothing, is it? Yeah. Like you say, it's going to be... A bit of pace is going to look after itself. Yeah. Just chunking it down, is it? To the... And then I have to pay that back with uh, with accessing that turn of speed I've found at the end. Kind of by accident before, I'm going to find it deliberately. Yeah. So I know it's ambitious. But I'm going to do it. Yeah. And I'm going to... Set off really fast. Yeah, yeah. Just really fast. And then just stop. And then just stop. Start crying. Cramp. Get a bit of Collapse. Get up. Stop off for a meal. Yep. And then still beat me by five, ten minutes. <laughs> Where were you? <laughs> oh, no, I just felt, I don't know what happened. I just felt good, so I just pushed into it. Do you remember me and you went up to Finsley Park? Park run. And you, I can't remember what you said, but it was definitely I don't, I don't, my, I don't my back. Taking, oh, that's right. I haven't been running. I've hurt my back. <laughs> Pioing! <laughs> there he goes. <laughs> but, the, uh, well, I think that this is, you know, an almost cheeky question, considering what you're telling me about your running status. But still... What time? Two and a half weeks out. What kind of time? What are you... What, what are your gold, silver, bronze is going to be? Well, it's it's incredibly difficult to to say. I mean, 
I'm a minute and a half slower over 5k than I was this time last year. And that, that doesn't get better. That doesn't mean I'm three minutes slower over 10. It means I'm four minutes because it gets worse. Yeah, right. You know, it's a cumulative thing. Okay. I think, honestly... Well, let's, do it. let's do it with that maths. Let's uh, take, add two minutes on for every 5k. And there's eight 5k's. So that's at least... You drop something. <laughs> I think uh, anything quicker than three and a half hours will be nothing short of a miracle. I think that you'll get if, to this day and three and a half will look doable. Yeah, if I can get a proper long run, at least one, just to start to remember what that's like and stop getting so drunk every evening. <laughs> that's it's all a big very, thing. Uh, I mean, it's all very vague, but... It's really fast. Put simply, I was pretty, uh, running-wise, I was pretty match fit for New York. Yeah. I didn't have the miles. Yes. And I went off lovely and fast and then uh, dropped, you know, and then blew out and I lost half an hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, you can say, I might do it half an hour slower than last year. That's quite realistic. Yes. Yeah, it's, uh, but it is that, like, one thing I won't do is he's set off too fast. But it's trying to split the difference because you're not used to running for any length of time. You yeah. can't think I'll set off super slow because you'll just get you're going to get tired anyway. Oh yeah, you're not going to so, be so. So what fresh. level are you going to get tired? Yeah, yeah, so we we'll wait and see. It's all in uh, in jest about you doing it, but it's very it's funny because you are looking quite seriously at dropping down to being hopefully around where I'm going to be anyway. I mean, one of the good things about London for me is that it's it sits in my kind of wheelhouse of stats, you know. Right. My very fastest marathon wasn't in London. My very slowest marathon wasn't in London. Yeah. Um, so my London, you know, four of my five London marathons so far have been between kind of 318 and 332. Right. So, you know, that yes. is a defined area yes. before I even yeah, look yeah, at yeah, my yeah. contemporary fitness. Yeah. And uh, I think what I'd really like to do from here... Uh, it's matched last year because last year yeah. I didn't feel like I was particularly pleased with it or anything but it was what 326? Yes yeah 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 and it, with everything that's happened in between yeah I think that's a really good benchmark yes I'm still not entirely sure you know I got to do it faster than that I think my best possible run is 320 yeah but if I uh, go out trying to get that I'm going to go off too fast and then not, and then not make three That's the thing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, if I improve on that, and I'd be, I'd be disappointed if I don't do it. My, some of my hardest ones have been around sort of 332. Yeah. So I'd like to improve on that. I won't really think, I'll be happy with it, obviously. I mean, my last one was 359, right? Yeah, of course. So yeah. it's half an hour. Yes, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. having said that, my previous London 332s, Oh, actually, uh, Berlin was the 3.32, wasn't it? Um, they were bad runs. Yeah. So I won't feel like I'm back, if that's what I'm Right. Getting. I think 3.30 is the line. It's around about 3.30. Yeah. I mean, my first time I ran London, I did 3.30. And my longest run before that was being 60 miles. But I was 34 and a fit footballer. Yeah. And I was just fit in a way that I'm not now. And I was just naturally fit. Were you in Liverpool the night before? 
No. But I was probably gigging. I used to do like stall eight shows. And, so. yeah. and then the second one I trained to beat three hours, blew up, couldn't do it, did three hours nine. Yeah. Then I did 3.25, then 3.22. That time you did 3 hours 9 is an interesting one, isn't it? I think you'd agree that that if you were a better, if you had a better runner's head, you'd have got a better time. That yes, time. I think so. I, I also didn't, just didn't have the mileage. Right. Which is what makes me, when, I'm re, when I realistically look at it, quite pessimistic about my chances of anything like a decent run at this year's London Marathon. Well, just I mean, the, the, the crucialness of mileage. Your 2.59 was... You know, that was not a fluke, that was not an accident. Oh, no, you, absolutely. You basically, it, was, it was a it was six for, month on tug. 45 run. miles, 50 miles a week, every week. Yeah, for months. Yeah. Working towards that one specific Yes, goal. exactly, yeah. Look at these flowers, I don't know what they are. They're like a wild garlic okay. or something. Beautiful. And the difference in fitness between 30 miles a week and 40 miles a week is big. And again to 50. Yeah. It yeah. just is. Yeah. And then I see club runners who bump up to 70, 75. And they run two forty marathons. Yeah, yeah. And this this isn't fluke. Yeah, yeah. It's training. Yeah, that's right. Which is why this run's really good for you. Absolutely. Getting the miles in, mate. Not for my knees. Though. I mean, my knees are like, stop, please stop. Are they really? Even though it's soft underfoot, yeah, do your knees hurt now? They're all right. The other thing I want to do is, I really feel the fitness of my other exercises. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Talking of bad advice. Whoa. I think it's very much for me. I think the benefits to running are kind of indirect, you know? Right. But What do you mean? As part of my... Well, I think that... Oh, hey up. Hey, thanks, everyone. Hey up. Woo. Oh, no. You've started them up. <laughs> Don't you bite me. Don't bite me. That was exciting, wasn't it? <sighs> Bit of a mad pack of... It's only on the set of a Wes Anderson movie. I did think that I was going to get bitten then. Yeah, what, by, the, by the little one. little tiny dog right yeah. next to my leg going... Yeah, <sighs> yeah the feist, the, the small see, ones are the worst. I could see my leg as a slab of meat yeah, like why in not? a cartoon. Yeah, <laughs> get a little nibble on it. So what are you saying about your yeah, so indirect benefits of running? As my training has been quite um, uh, strict, Yeah, I've, uh, I've been strict with the other stuff, you know. I've been doing yeah. my full exercises... Three times a week. And uh, I feel it, you know, it makes me feel stronger in my body. Yeah. It makes you feel like even when I'm not that light that my I'm using my body fat well. Right. Like even when I'm, eat, when I'm eating too much, I tend to bulk up rather than tubbing up. Right. And uh, and it gives me it just makes you feel strong. Yes. And you know, makes you feel good like I'm in charge of my body. And the other thing is I do the planking. Yeah. And it is I do think of the planking in particular. I think it is good. It keeps my good for my core strength, helps my posture. Yeah. You know, makes me gives me a better running position. Woo. But also, it's just psychological. Yeah. Planking for as long as you want to, rather than as long as you feel like doing. Yeah. It's practicing for for running. Yeah. It's that thing of coming up against the bit where it's really hard and thinking. I can do well, it. Of course, it's hard. Yeah. And just kind of ignoring that and finding different ways to push it away. You know. Yeah. Yeah. As someone who's been planking for a little while stupidly I've only very recently started doing kind of yogic breathing okay so I start in and breathe really steadily when it's totally manual you know I could right. just be breathing normally yeah and then as it gets harder and harder with time just hold on to the breathing right really help me through you know and uh, good. yeah and it does things like other things like I've 
in the past, I always playing to songs. Right. Because they mean you can do the amount of time without having to obsess about the clock. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you can kind of count in. If you're me, you know, I'm thinking, this is where that guitar drops down to the middle eight and all that right. kind of stuff, you know. And uh, when I added in the breathing, even that became less important. Yeah. It's kind of pushing the song back and just listening to my body and just, you know, getting a bit exactly. Jedi about it. Yeah. And I think that's great practice for writing. It absolutely is, yeah. Because that, that's the thing that we talked about before, obviously. The marathon will hurt. Yes. You've, 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 you've organised a day that guarantees pain. Yes. So the question becomes, you know, to what extent do you suffer from the pain or just experience it? Yeah. Willingly accept it and push into it. And that's the joy of it, isn't it? That's, why, that's what we sign up for. Yeah. If it didn't hurt, it wouldn't be the marathon. No. We sign up for 20 miles to be halfway. Yeah, yeah. Because it's ridiculous. And, and on some level, beyond words, isn't it? That's right. And that's why we like it. It's crazy. Because I mean, we can talk about it. And that's why part <laughs> of training is learning how to ignore yourself. Yeah. And you also, you're coming up against, against the, the limitations of one, one's imagination. You know, there'll be people listening. Or we'll meet people at the expo. I've never done a marathon before. But here we are, going in for our whatever marathon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Expounding all these ideas of what it's going to be like and how it's going to work. It's still going to completely take us by surprise. Yeah. Because as soon as it's over, you can't really imagine it anymore. Yeah. It's still a finger pointing to the moon, isn't it? Exactly. It's, it's, uh, it's unknowable till you do it. And then every time you experience it again, you, re- you remember again. Yeah. <laughs> And everything, even as you experience it, that terrible moment, that great moment, at 10, 15, 18, 22 miles, you kind of forget. Yeah. It disappears again behind you. Yeah. This mud. Yeah, the mud's... I hope it's less muddy than this other day. Yeah. It's kind of preposterous. That'd be great, the start, wouldn't it? Very sorry. Lots of mud this year. What? <laughs> really muddy course. Good luck with it. Beep. Going soft. Yeah. Soft <laughs> underfoot. You're going soft. No, you're going soft. The uh, horse banter. The um, the big thing about it that I remember when I start to think about about the marathon is just Whoa. the escalating fatigue, isn't it? Just the young going, reaching 10k, feeling okay, reaching 20k halfway, yeah. feeling pretty tired. Yeah, 16, yeah. 17. This is really quite tiring now. Yeah, yeah. And then just that, just that leap, just that sort of. <laughs> Before you enter, what what some slightly macho athletes call the hurt locker, which yeah, is never yeah. really a language I've embraced. No, no. But just the bit where it's kind of ridiculous. I mean, it's why really is it locker. It make we're sense. in the hurt locker. It's Come not on, metal, metal tin. You don't lock it. Pushing through the hurt you locker. Any stuff there. We're in the spice zone. Why is it a locker? Yeah, yeah. I can't but work with that. but it's undeniably hard work, hard graft. Yeah. Well, I remember you. So don't last fight year it. That you had a moment. I don't know what it was, but somewhere in that back straight, you know, somewhere in the last five miles, when you you kind of realised that you were going to make it, that you're on for your time. Yes. And that was not a joyous or a clear well, or a yeah, picnic yeah. or a heavenly I'm thought. Not, it was just a, oh, I see. It was a, I'm, yeah. gonna be, I'm going to do it, and it's going to be this hard. It was, it was about 80 miles, and I knew that I could do it, and I knew that doing it would be... And this sounds really dramatic... Because it's not the hardest thing that's ever happened to me in my life. Yeah. But it's the hardest thing I've willfully accepted into my life. Yes. I knew it was going to be the hardest physical thing I'd done. Yeah. But at the same time, 
I knew that I was absolutely determined to do it. It's the two voices, isn't it? It's quite, yeah. You're kind of resigned to it. Yeah, but my, you're kind of saying, I suppose I have to do this now, even though it's your decision. Yeah, but my, my, I, I developed my will to such an extent that, that if I knew... Died, I, we'd all do very well at Yeah, yeah. No, that I knew it was going to happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but only, I can only do that because I've done the training as well. You can't do it without the training. Yes. But if you've done the training and developed your will to it, you should yeah. have a good day. Oh, it's Stanislavski, isn't it? He... Stanislavski talked about method acting and getting right. into character and yeah. being the character playing. But he would have given his... If his actors hadn't known their lines backwards and forwards, yes. he'd have given them a slap. You know, yeah. it's, not, it's, yeah. it's not instead of that stuff. It's as well. Yeah. And there is a point... There is a t- well, well, there was a tipping point for me about 23, 24 miles where the possibility that you won't run as fast as well as possible to become tips over into the magical possibility that you might. Yeah, yeah, There's yeah. a tipping point. Yeah. And you feel that energy of a finish of a marathon. Oh, yeah. Of being dragged into something. Just yes. something about it. It's like water down a pug hole, isn't it? You and feel... Yeah, that's right. Well, that's why it's amazing. And the dark side of that is you see people and you think, I mean, maybe if you're me as well, I don't, I'm not a big giver, you know? Right. Even at the park, you see people coming in going, Aah! Yeah. Aah! And, I, yeah. and I always think, Oh, mate, slow down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A woman I saw just near the end of New York, she was all flopping over to one side. I was like, oh, my goodness. I'm not sure this is wise. Yeah. But it's so easier to see that on someone else. Yeah. I've never let over the railings. Look at that guy. In the last 24 last <laughs> mile of the marathon, but it can't be a happy sight. Yeah. I tend to do a lot of grimacing yeah. when I see photos of myself towards the end of long races that I've been trying to run faster. Yeah. Just a grimacing bloke. Yeah. I think my grimace looks like a big But you're grim. a smile, yeah. You smile yeah. grimace, yeah. Plus, I never off. And it's an audience, isn't it? Yeah, Sylvester, yeah. <laughs> hey. 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 Up past the daffodils in Queenswood. Coming up into... Over the road into Highgatewood. Familiar territory. Finding out, you know... Exactly how He's committed here. Rob is to running to over parenting, it would seem. Yeah, 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 yeah. He'll be all right. So hungry, Daddy. Let's go to Barnet, Paul. Let's just keep running. Now, so that means I think our next record yes. will be on a shorter run pre, pre, in pre the last London. few days of the marathon. I would yeah. put a shout out now to all of you. What is... What's your one marathon thing? And, what, and, and that sounds like a rubbish question, but I really mean it. I don't mean, what's your big tip? Because that'll be, unless it's a really left-field crazy tip. Yeah. We've heard it. Yeah. And, uh, Run and backwards. If, you're, if your one marathon thing is something really obtuse that happened to you once that could never be repeated, we want to hear it. Yeah. So share it, and we'll go back and... Look at what we've said in the past and let's try and collate it all. Yes. Get it all in the forefront of our minds in the yeah. last few days. And we will be at the Marathon Expo, won't we? Yeah, we're there on the Wednesday afternoon. Yes. So come up and say hello. Give me some last minute tips. My 15 day build up to the marathon. Yes. Ignoring all tips for sudden weight loss. Advice. Yeah. Just don't eat between now and then. Yeah. Well, I'm going to have to have a few days of very little food to get down to anything like it. Great. Yeah. <laughs> don't try this at home, kids. Yeah. 
Still, you're here to phone everyone up about it. Yeah, no, that Yay! is great. Doesn't seem like so far away now. The phone line. This is actually a, a run this morning off no breakfast. So that helps. Yeah, me too. That's good. Yeah. Oh, I've got my gels. Really hard to get goo gels with no caffeine. Right. And uh, I can only manage to get them in strawberry and banana flavour. Right. Which is, you know, it's all right. I would have preferred something a bit more citrus. But anyway, there it is. Yeah. I've got them. My plan is to goo gel every 10k. Yeah. Except maybe, well, definitely not the first and maybe not the last. Right. So, jumping from k to miles, I'll have the first one at about 12 miles. So, as I get to halfway and then generally start to feel it at about 14, 15. Yeah. Maybe it's just the psychology of running off in the wrong direction into the Isle of Dogs, you know. The uh, Tower Bridge is like, um, it's a finish line, isn't it? You can't help it. It, is. Yeah. it really ends that first chapter when it's a really exciting moment and then past the halfway point, you go, yay! Oh, wait a minute. And last year, I just remember that coming, into, coming through Wapping. I'm just thinking, oh dear. Yeah. I didn't feel too hot. Yeah, it's hard work. So I'm all gonna, already going to have gel in me by then this year. I, I mean, I always feel like that around sort of 17 to 19. Yeah. So I take the other one at 18. Yeah. And I'm desperate. I'll have one at 24. It's probably a bit pointless, but on the other hand, if you're looking for any kind of boost, you know, I'll have one. I mean, I last year I took one, and I would advise everyone's doing a different thing, of course. I'd advise doing one after your first six. Yeah. Just because I did every, every 40, 45 minutes last year, just to help to top up. Because you try to extend that period before you get really knackered yeah. as long as possible. That totally makes sense, and it's what they would advise. And I know people who would do more gels than both of us. I mean, you see plenty of people getting onto gels on the finish line. Sooner or later, what you're doing is, my understanding is, you're handing over from day-to-day food-based nutrition getting yeah to gel uh, power getting and once you do that you can't go back you know yeah the gel will give you that blast and then it will go and you'll need another one and that's fine you know you've got enough in your pockets on you go but it's but only, the reason i won't do it from the start is because it's not from the start though it's after six miles it's not before you run no, that's true. But people do. Yes, yeah, so also, do. Yeah, I, want, I want advice. In that. training and stuff, I find that I don't ever feel. I think it's very easy to perceive that moment at uh, whoa, at uh, kind of ninety minutes into any given run. Yeah. When you start to feel a bit wobbly, like you've used all your fuel. So that's uh, when I'm playing for. I want, I want my breakfast to see me through. Yeah. Into double figures. It's the difference between... It's only one gel difference, really. Yeah. And also this one, I mean, I, I've had... In my best run, I felt... When I finished, my guts felt terrible. Yeah, they can, they can, they can do that. And that one in New York just... I, I just regretted it immediately. Yeah, that's fair enough. I just yeah. wished I'd never had it, you know. It was yeah. like a turning point. But equally, I do think that running, and particularly running at a real pace makes your guts feel bad anyway. You can do, can it? Yeah. So I don't think it's You certainly need gels. water with them. And I do uh, have a load of coffee anyway. Right. And I always stop when I start running, so taking caffeine out of the whoa. equation is, a, is definitely a whoa. Baz, Baz, Baz Taylor, friend of the show, Who we saw at the ultra run runner, oh, the, um, park runner, park mate. Day. 
he's given me some tailwind sort of powder to experiment with. Over you people have recommended tailwind. Yeah, so I'm going to give that a go. See how that feels. I think the fact that it's powder is too much for me. It's like, oh, come on. Right. <laughs> it's just too much faff. Yeah. Well, you've got to mix it with water, haven't you? But yeah, exactly. And work out what kind of works for you. And, you it's know. just what works for years. I had a thing about gels. I didn't want to take gels. Yeah. And then I just had them when I was really knackered. Rob, I had them. Yeah. So I just... Uh, so I'd, I'd, full back position. Yeah, I'd take them when I was tired. So they became symbolically part of me becoming tired. Yes. And then last year, I chatted to a few people. I just, just said, take them every 40 minutes. Yeah. And it felt a bit... It did feel a bit preemptive to take one at 40 minutes. I also think, of course... But it was... And, and it's, it's, we know that it's what we're talking about. But let's be clear. This is you running flat out. Yeah, yeah. For your yeah. best ever time. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So me talking about burning off my breakfast... You, you, you've done it, you know what I mean? If, if you run the marathon at the pace of eight and a bit park runs, you need more fuel. It's like yeah. racing a sports car, you know. But it was also more, just trying to run it in more controlled. It just felt a bit more controlled. And by the end, I'd had about four, and I was yeah. glad that I didn't have to have another gel. I was glad to get to 20 miles and think, that's it. Yeah. It's all gone now. Yeah. But you're right, some people have like eight or nine gels harnessed up. Yep. It almost becomes like a morning of gels as opposed to a race. Yeah, I, I don't understand. But whatever... People it's, doing it's them on your the run, it's your run. Whatever works. Oh! Kevin. Whatever works. My friend and our friend of the show fell off this the other day. Did he? Training run. Yeah. Kev. Pictures. He said it can be confirmed yeah. that it is... It's not easy. ...muddy and it's not deep. Yeah. He's ready for, for London. Yeah. I believe. I think everyone is. And Brighton and Manchester. Yeah. And everywhere else. Yeah, yeah. Manchester. Also, though, if we're talking Whoop. techniques and being on top of it, are you taking a sponge? There'll be no sponges, mate. <laughs> hopefully, I'll be. Hopefully, I'll be okay. You, can, you know, Who you knows? Have to stop. Who knows? And also, this year, if I, if I really need it, I'll just stop in one of the booths. Yeah. There's no. I'm not bothered if I, if I lose crazy. a minute. You are crazy. If I lose a minute boothing. You're, you're wiggity wiggity whack. Or just just step towards the spectators and just let go. It's me. Just let fly. Six o'clock on April 22nd. Anyone seen Paul? Paul yeah. Tonkinson. Yeah. Tawfell, anyone seen him? Yeah. Not, and then uh, coming back from on Liverpool. the back of uh, um, lose on the back of yeah. Lorries. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I could run in, I could come out again. I could get out, but mate, mate. Hello? 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 Coming back from Liverpool. At the, at the Dav Lab plant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Sponges. Always a sponge from here on in. It's been, real, it's been a really muddy, nice but muddy, grubby morning, hasn't it? Yeah. Really it's nice muddy in the mud, but really the thing I found when I was avoiding some of these places for long runs on my own, they really break up your rhythm. Yeah. Because you, you get to those points where you're not really running, you know? Yeah. Just slipping along, through. slipping and sliding. This hill feels like a hill. Yeah. How dare Leading in. Leading. So this so is sort of like... I'm talking to you know, Barry Casanola. Yeah. Who we haven't had on the show, actually, but we've run with in the past. I went for a run with him. You went in, in Ibiza, yeah. And uh, chatting to him about his... His thing is, he's, he's one of those people who just missed their time. But it's not... What, in life? Kate Carter's... Three hours and seven oh, right, seconds. Okay. It's Barry Castanola's four hours and 48 seconds. Oh. 
But he never beat the four. He, and he wanted it, and he knew he was on for it, and he'd, he'd wasted time. That's right. Thing. I needed I could have done it. You know. How had he wasted his time? Well, there's some specific incident towards the end that he didn't need to do. Right. He misread his watch or something. But also, he told me the other day, and I don't think I knew this before, he went for 11 weeks. Wow. That's incredible. <laughs> Why do you need 11? He's overhydrated. He's overhydrated. Yeah. I'm no doctor. <laughs> no, you really aren't. It's something that people... <laughs> I spoke to a doctor. Yeah. Said, well, should we do the marathon? Don't believe talking to when he tells you he's a doctor. <laughs> I, would say, I think people tend to stress too much about yeah, the right. hydration thing. Obviously, you're trying to arrive hydrated, but don't, don't be downing two litres of water on the start line. Yeah. You're okay. Yeah. Don't worry about it. There's drinks everywhere with London, yeah, isn't there? that's right. Every mile there's drinks. It's, it's the most incredibly hydrated course. When we hear about other runs where they don't do that, that is disgraceful. Yeah. But it won't happen in London. No. There'll always be water there for you. Every you've got mile. water, then you've got LucasAid every few miles. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell, tell, tell you what I am going to do, Rob. It's a friendly environment. I'll tell you what I am going to do in London. Yeah. I'm going to run off watch. Good. Because, a, because I'm not after a specific time. And B, because they've got clocks at every mile. There's clocks all the way they've around. They've clocks all over. It's the most monitored course. Yeah. You've got water every mile, clocks every mile, Lucas aid every three miles. Yep. It's an amazingly well-maintained <laughs> marathon course. Yeah, yeah, time clocks really every five, five K. I, oh, I no, mean, no, there's t- yeah, but there's times... Every mile. Every mile. Oh, yeah, no, it's absolutely. It's, yeah. it's covered in every direction. Yeah. I was really disappointed that they didn't have miles in Berlin. Right. Because they look after the K right. so well in London. Yeah. But they didn't do that in Berlin. But, um, yeah, absolutely. Now, I'm going to try to miss a couple of the mile clocks. Right. For the same reason. Yeah. I just want to be running steady, trusting myself to run steady. Running by feel, sort of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was quite good in New York it was weird I had to do maths on the clocks and I can trying to remember it at a staggered start right and the clock's timed from the first start yeah so you had to kind of subtract half an hour or 45 minutes or something yeah and uh, which is good because early on you can do it yeah later on you're really tired and you can't do it so you ignore it and then right at the end my time was on the clock Right. So it was like a new bit of new information. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Ah, oh, here we go. So, it's, it's, that is a little trick if you can, to try and keep the maths clear in your head. Yeah. Because as it goes on and you get tired, things can quickly get complicated. That's right. Which is why that thing that the 20 to 25 mile race was good for me last year because I just it, it clarified it for me. I wanted to get to 20 miles in around 2.15. Yes. And then I wanted to run five miles in around about 35 minutes yeah 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 and so i just started it again yeah so then you're on every mile in seven minutes sort of thing yeah easy and it, it, it really helps yeah absolutely because you can get to like i've got two part runs left well come in the circle it's just ways of yeah slightly tricking your head about yes it. yeah you know like me not turning off and going home with that park run yeah this actually is the finish line yeah no it really counts if you're wondering what we mean and if you've ever tried to run any kind of distance on a treadmill, you'll understand, you know. Yeah. You get on the treadmill and think, okay, so a kilometre, 1.6 kilometres to a mile, so two of those is blah, blah, blah. It all makes sense. 
And you run for 20 minutes. Yeah. And you can't do maths anymore. You're just confused, yeah. yeah. And the energy spent trying to work out the maths is energy that you're not spending. Oh, nice. You're not spending trying to do the Sorry, squatting, the squatting Dalmatian. Yeah, I'm trying to do some maths, but there's a squatting. That dog is squatting. But also... It's energy that you're not spending working on getting your next stride as quickly as possible or yeah. running to the next lamppost or whatever, you know? Yeah, yeah. I think that also, uh, I think I'm very superstitious. I think I really fear stuff that will shake me. Right. You know, on marathon day. Yeah. So that first time I feel even slightly tired or ill or ropey, you know, because feeling tired presents in a number of different ways when you're running, you know? Yeah. So generally it's just slightly odd feeling. It's not like being hungry or wanting to sit down. It's more like thinking... It's like disembodiment. Sort yeah, of. it's like I feel a bit a bit spacey. Yeah. And, that, and whenever I feel that way in a marathon, I do think, or oh, a half marathon, oh, no. You know, rather than just thinking, oh, well, of course. Yeah. I think, oh, no, that's just the beginning of the end, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it's a bit like when you see other people suffering. I get really... Uh, 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 paranoid about it, you know, and really narcissistic about it. Right. Really selfish perspective, you know. That I was so funny last year when the famous story was the person helping the other person. Yes. So I was so worried that it was going to be me in shock, kind of going, "Don't touch me! <laughs> yeah. None of you touch me!" <laughs> but luckily, they were much, much faster than me. Yeah. Back in Queenswood. Back in Queenswood. Yeah. Final strike. Uh, singing bird in the tree, sounding to me like chirps my son's lonely voice, calling me home. Dirty, dirty. Does he not like being at home alone? He loves it. Does he? Yeah. yeah it's just guilt. Yeah. Pure guilt. Yeah. We've got Georgie back from Manchester. Georgie. A couple of weeks, which is brilliant. Are you going to go back up with him with the piano? Yeah. Back up now. You thought I'd given up. But I was a junior. Judgey, judgey, back in Manchester. He's loving it. It's great to have him back. Here he is, that my tail problem. Ah, oh, here we go. Ah, oh, I just got a message from. Can you see any tadpoles in there? I just got a message from the boy in question. Oh, uh, what did he say? Papa. He's saying, hey, Papa. He's so nice. And we'll get to it. I'll get the picture of the still empty pond. Look very carefully. That must be around the time now. No tadpoles in there. No tadpoles as yet. When I was in uh, Ibiza, yeah. I, uh, at the place where we did the gig, it was in a big sort of posh hotel, like a spa hotel. Yeah. Loads of lovely outside space. And when you arrived, getting in the front door, yeah. it was like this kind of <laughs> noise. Yeah. And it was all um, frogs. Really? Dozens uh, and dozens of frogs nice. in the pond. And it was like, where's Wally? I took a couple of pictures to show the kids. Yeah. Because at first, it looks like um, there's nothing there at all. And yeah. then you think, oh, there's the frog. And then you keep looking. And, and there's there loads. Frogs yeah. Everywhere. <laughs> it's really good. Now, quickly report to the listeners while I message my, because I'm feeling pretty guilty here. Rob's feeling and guilty. How's we run? How's we so run? here we are. We're doing, we're closing. And this for me is one of the longest runs I've done in a while. We're taking it very slowly, very relaxed, enjoying it, talking about the marathon, getting excited. Oh, where a lot of people, it's their first marathon this year. A lot of people getting in touch. And it's so we do exciting. Person, don't we? Yeah, always. Yeah, yeah. Always envy them. Because they just don't know. 
And it's not just they're our just hard little work. You will find stuff through not knowing stuff as well. Innocence is an advantage sometimes. Yeah, and not how hard, but just how fantastic it is. How amazing it is. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. How sort of shredding and exhausting and brilliant it is. That bath on a Sunday night after you've run the marathon. Oh, it's glorious. That vodka martini. Yeah. It's great. Absolutely lovely. Oh, and you might nice. find that you can't walk much on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. You might find yourself going backwards down the stairs. Yeah, yeah. But that's okay. Yeah. It means you've done a marathon. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's you can fine. go backwards down the stairs with pride. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Hey, people yeah. downstairs. Yeah. Here's my caboose. Yeah, you think, uh, that's you a think you're fit. Yeah. Check this out. Listen to me straight. <laughs> Look at my ass. Yeah. And know how cool I am. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it is beautiful. Well, let's hope for decent weather. Yeah. That makes I didn't cross my mind till the other day that it might rain, which was slightly stupid of me, really. I've had rain before, but I don't want it to be too cold. Yeah. Oh, we have been looking recent years, haven't we? Last year was perfect, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was great. And the rain's a bit of a downer. I think it's a distance thing. If, you, if it's raining for a bit, that's all right. It'll keep you cool. Yeah. You're not out for a sunny day out. But if it rains steadily for ages or rains more and more and then starts getting cold it's a bit pathetic fallacy yeah. isn't it it's just yeah. going to bring you down it's like a music festival no one minds a, a rainy stormy Friday at a music yeah. festival because they think yeah we're all in it together oh we'll run for cover but by Sunday yeah. oh well that was a waste of 200 quid and also things can start to uh, chafe yes with, with the wet Absolutely. as well so make sure you're vazzed up yeah vaseline up undone, excuse me I'm going to do it up. Important. So how are you feeling, Rob? Because I know this has been a bit of a stretch. I feel fine. I feel okay. I, re- I tell you, I'm really sorry if you're listening to me sniff. I really need... I wish I, could, I wish I had your footballers blow, like that bloke we met. I could just that, that, blow everything out of the my The projectile, head. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now, you need to train to do that stuff. Yeah. You can't just jump into it. No. Which is a real shame. Hey, oh, of course, when's the uh, Marathon de Sable? Uh, yeah, it's about now, isn't it? It's around about it now. now. Yeah. Old Chan and Rayworth. We, got to, we want to report. We'll have to get them in. Yeah, we that. will. We will get them in. Um, uh, both on the show at the same time, which you haven't done Yes, before. that'll be great, yeah. Be I would... I am still attracted to the, to the MDS. Yeah. Because you're off phone. Well, you know what you should do? You should take a few weeks off, you know, you're get off. ill, go yeah. off around the world. Yeah, then train. Go and do a gig in Liverpool. Yeah. And then just turn and then, up. And then just chip off on it. Turn yeah. up in the desert. Yeah, I've lost a bit of weight, All mate. Right, everyone. I haven't had a drink in two days. Yeah, I mean, I don't lost weight because <laughs> I didn't eat anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm taking the gel. Do you fancy it? Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. It's a bit tiring. <laughs> I think... <yeah. laughs> Ooh. Oh, out of up them hills. The hill. Working up the hill. Oh. Come on, brother. Oof. You got it. <laughs> you got it. Old man shuffle. We're doing hey, you know we were shuffle. here before, and we were talking about the Oscar films. Yeah. I've seen The Shape of Water now. Oh, yeah. Have you seen that one? Haven't seen it. Uh, Worth it? Uh, Any good? It's one of those films that I've almost determined not to see. Yeah, I hear that. But be- only because everyone says how good it is. Yeah. But I've got a, I've got a weird feeling about it. Yeah, well, I'd but tell to, me. I would love to have seen it without any fuss about it. Right. I think chances are I would have loved it. Right. Loads of things are good about it. Yeah. Uh, but I think ultimately, even though it's a very different film, it's a bit like The Three Billboards. Right. It's a film 
a beautifully cast, beautifully shot film. Yeah. Full of really well cast, excellent performances. Yeah. In a slightly undernourished story that reckons itself. Right. Yeah. Okay. I mean, if you've never seen any other films, Shape of Water would absolutely blow your mind. Right. But it isn't. It shares a common language with much more populous films by the same director. Right. It's a similar story yeah. to other more populous films. And specifically, even as a kind of art piece, I thought it owed quite a debt to Jeanne and Cara. Even though it's not the same kind of story, it reminded me of Delicatessen, oh, right. okay. Amelie, yes. even Blumen, that rubbish alien film that Jeanne did. So... Yeah, it's good. It's good. If you hadn't seen any films in ages, or someone said, yeah, watch this, it's good, you'd love it, you know? Right. Sally Hawkins is immaculate. It's a great turn. I would almost have given her the Oscar over Frances McDormand. Because, I mean, it's kind of Oscar obvious because she's mute. Right. But she is so communicative. Yeah. And both in a subtle and passionate way, but also in a on-the-nose way, you know? Right. If the Guillermo de Toro says to um, Sally Hawkins, show us your lust or hatred right. just on your face without moving it, she can do it. Yeah, yeah. So she's wearing a sign. Brilliant. Really good. Also, props to Michael Shannon. Yeah. Playing a very, kind of really horrible bloke. Because one of the reviews I read kind of dismissed that because it was kind of obvious and because he's played that kind of role before. Right. But it wasn't supposed to not be obvious. Yeah. You know, it's, it's mythic. So the baddie is the baddie. Yeah. And he plays it so well. He's kind of beyond human in his kind of... So really... Uh, visceral nastiness. I should see this film. Yeah. You should see it. But also, how are you with fantasy and sci-fi? Because people... Not very like, good. I don't think you'd like it from that point of view. Right. I reckon... As a kind of Harry Potter boy and so on. Right. I think I'm probably slightly more accepting of that silly yeah. rubbish. <laughs> yeah, I like my I like my relationship movies, you know. Kids are good, aren't they? Yeah, kids are As great. A little little girl getting in our way and knowing it. Yeah. Giving us that smile and says, Whoa! Yeah. Get off get out of you guys way. Get off a milk kit. <laughs> Running back into past Highgate. Yep, Heartland Walk, the last mile or so. Yep. After this adventure. What an adventure. Into phones and wander runs. And that was epic, wasn't it? Yeah, truly epic, yeah. Hey, maybe we should break this thing up and eke it out over a few weeks. It's too late for those long training runs. There's definitely a, uh, <laughs> an iPhone cliffhanger, isn't there? There yeah, has yeah. to be. There has yeah, to be. Yeah. Because it really came from nowhere, didn't it? We just got our heads around the fact that we'd lost the iPhone. Yeah, once you'd retraced that step tonight. In fact, the, the cussful moment was when I phoned it. Yeah. Because that's when I gave up. Yeah. Because no one answered and it didn't go And yet, answer. literally, that was a moment that was the beginning of our redemption. Yeah. The halfway point. Oh. And yet, it's so obvious, isn't it? Obviously, in retrospect, that was the first thing we should have done. Isn't yeah. it weird that you, you tend to leave that? It's weird. We've lost this thing. And the only means of communication we have with this thing is this other thing that I'm holding. The other thing what that's was nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. in terms of storytelling, I love the way that <laughs> yeah. those guys and, uh, and Buddy have been there. You know, basically, we've got quite a cast of characters. Co-opted into the drama. Yeah. 
So we're back on the park and walk. They've really stripped it away here. It's horrible here at the moment, isn't it? They've got rid of everything. You remember when we went yes. past those tree surgeons? I don't know what they're hoping to they do. They stripped it right down. What do you think they're planning on? I can't stand it when they cut down trees. And so let's just see what they're planning on doing. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Just, very, oh. just very quickly. Tree works. Over the next 15 months, volunteers will be working in this area to develop and improve the ecology and create a greater diversity of habitat for insects and wildlife by cutting a bunch of trees down. Yeah, so the lane wood chip and a kind of landscaped area. Yeah. I really don't like it. I think that There used to be trees there. It's kind of a little metaphor for chipping away at public life is if you get rid of a tree, you might think, well, this tree's in the way, I'll take it down. But trees going back up yeah. in London just doesn't happen very often. No, it doesn't. So We're making things better by cutting something down that you didn't ask to be cut down and replacing yeah, yeah. it with something you don't want. Yeah, yeah. Damn it. Cheers, mate. Lovely. Thank you. Are we sounding like quite hippies here? Yeah. Let me just consult my crystal. Yeah. I think it's going to be fine. Yeah. I'm sure it's well-intentioned. Yeah. I get, here's something that I thought just now that we didn't get to. Yeah. And it's worth it. It's We've got time. We've got time. Mentioning. I met a really lovely guy. It's funny, actually. And it's nice. That thing of going, doing the comedy store and doing the fundraising. Just great, by the way. I'm back at the comedy store in May. You have to come. Hopefully, we'll be on together again. Yeah. So it's people's best chance for that. Anyway, I met this guy yeah. doing a marathon. Right. And he was like, oh, so hard to fundraise. And I was saying, yes, it, totally. I totally get that. You know, that being a comedian is a real... Makes it easier. Makes it easier because it's, it's an in. Yeah. You know, that, and, and fundraising online so hard. I mean, massive, massive gratitude to all the people who have sponsored me online because... You know, it's hard to get around to do that. You've really got to commit. Yeah. And the people who haven't, I understand. It's also passive, isn't it? Yeah. But anyway, so this guy's struggling with fundraising. I said, well, send me your fundraising page and I'll pass it on. And I realised then I didn't know what he was, what charity he was running for. Right, okay. So what are you running for? What, like Nazis? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, none of that was the thing I remembered. It's that he was a little bit down on himself when he was talking about what he might manage to do. Right. And I didn't want to get on my high horse, but I remembered positive uh, visualisation. It's very important, isn't it? People ask me what I'm going to do. I say, what kind of time are you going to do? I say, I'm going to do it in less than three and a half hours. Yeah. Because you've got to believe it. Yeah. And like you say, it's got to be based in some sort of reality, yes. Yeah, you can't just make it up. Yes. But don't say, well, I'm going to try. Cause oh, no, absolutely not. You're that, entertaining the possibility of failure, you're inviting that, that, it in. Yeah, the language you, you use is important. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Believe it. Yeah. Train for it. Yeah. Train for it, Paul. Train for it. Believe it. <laughs> Believe it. Be it, see it, eat it. Drink it. Uh, what's that? Ambition. Execution. Ambition, A-E-I-O-U. Intelligence. Amb- ambition. Extradition. Yeah. Intelligence. In- in- uh, intermission. Obesity. Obesity. Yeah, underwater. Underwear. Yeah. Underwear. <laughs> Till the end of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. We hope that's been useful. Smart goals. Just write it up and put it up. S- silly. Men. Silly. Uh, meringue. Re- yeah. Ready to Yeah. Tumble. Arundel. Righteous. I, I always got it easy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> E-A-S-Y. Yeah. Everyone. Everyone. Always. Always. Says, you. Yeah. Says, says, yeah. 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 Hopefully. Eggs and easy. silly yoghurt. Yes. Easy. Easy. So, thanks for... I hope that's cleared things up for the, for the mantra, yeah. which, which which I found crucial last year in helping me 
be my time goal, the mantra, a very simple mantra to repeat at times of hardship. Tell it. Well, mine was... Well, every mantra is quite personal. Mine was quite, I would say, harnessing positive anger. So it was quite sweary. Yeah, yeah. But it was just a very quick, just a very quick one. Because it can't be too complicated. It has to resonate with you, these mantras. Say it. No, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. And because uh, they have to be personal. It's like uh, yeah. transcendental meditation or whatever. It's got to be personal and meaningful to you. Yeah, yeah. You can't do someone else's. But, also, but, but it has to be simple. Yeah. And it has to be easily like understandable. Yeah, yeah. It's be a simple idea. Yeah. But also, in a relationship with the Father. The, um, <laughs> I can't do it because I'm so... You know, I'm such a chatterbox in my head. Right. That if I had a mantra, I'd set off and I'd go, right, my mantra, think about your mantra, 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 mantra. Yeah. M A N T I mantra. Oh, mantra, mantra, how far have we gone? Yeah. One mile. Shut up! But you only Shut need up, it. Mantra. You only need it when it gets tough. Yeah, yeah. You, don't, you only need it after 20 miles. Well, that's what Francis Quinn said. I'm glad you reminded me because we are, we are going to run with Francis We're Quinn. closing in on Francis we, Quinn. We're going to have t-shirts made yeah. that say curses but keen. Yeah. Because we're so keen to run together but we haven't done it. We're well, she, had, she had an accident, didn't she? Yeah, she, uh, she hurt her back. You know, she'd been ill and she didn't know she'd run a marathon. She's back training. We put her back. Let's take a few days off. But she's still doing it. Running from Macmillan. Yeah. And she's psyched. And her go-to song is uh, Billy Ocean. Oh, yeah. She didn't do it for Billy. Go gets tough, tough, get going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When and, it uh, gets she was actually, uh, she dropped Billy Ocean. Yeah. Not like I dropped your phone. I mean, yeah. played it. Yeah. In the very last, um, you know, over the finish line of her first marathon. Good for her. And, uh, well, you know, I mean, that's... Positive. That's a nice, simple message. Yes, it absolutely is, yeah. tough, tough, get going. Yeah. Add layers of the rough kids to hit hit hit. But do listen to the correct Billy Ocean song, because you don't want to be running along on the mountain saying, "Get out of my dreams and into my yeah. car." Want to be your lover, 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 lover boy? Get no, in the backseat, baby. Yeah, it's got to be right. It's got, got to be right. right. Yeah. You've got to listen to the right. Yes. Billy Ocean song. It's very important. Yeah. Ocean. Yeah. Obvious. Yeah. Crises. Every yeah. eight miles. Yeah, yeah. I'm spelling eight wrong now, aren't I? Oh, did you hear that twitching bird? Beautiful. Nice. Beautiful little chirps. So, so how many so miles have we done? Have you done this morning? I'm glad you asked me that, Paul. Well, we're coming up. We're about to get to 16 miles. Right. Which means I've run just under um, 14 miles. Well, that's great. That's great. And, that's and you're right, that maths was really hard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 16 minus 2. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. So this is the longest run I've done for a long time. Yeah, good. Feeling okay, but it's been very long and slow. And perfect, really, because we've been on our I feet. I said it wrong, didn't I? I said, we've just come up to 16, so I've run 14. Yes, yeah, you did, yeah. <laughs> you did, yeah. <laughs> and then said I'd done the math yeah. without realising how bad that, How badly had done them, yeah. But yeah you've, run, you've done 16, I've done about 14. You've run significantly over a half marathon. Yeah. And I've done my last long run. Shush. Monkey was talking to me now. And how long have we been running for? Because at this stage in my training, that's really important. We've Three hours. Well, that's good for me. Yeah. With 15 days to go. Yep. Of my marathon builder. All right. Do you know what I would recommend to you now? Another three-hour run. No, no. What? It's really obvious, but if I don't say it, you won't do it. 
Stretching. Stretch. Stretching. I want you to stretch in such a way. Sorry, thank Sorry, you. Love. Well, I'm going to give you a lift. You wouldn't normally do it. I'm going to give you a lift home Because otherwise you're going to feel that impact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then stretch this afternoon. There's yeah. no rush. Yeah. But I really think you should do it. Because I think you'll get misleadingly bad aches otherwise. Yes. Because it's impact on muscle you haven't been using. I'm going to stretch. If you work them through, it'll, it'll be fine. Yeah. So, yeah, we've run um, 14 miles. A uh, good slow. Probably slower than 10 minutes a mile. Yeah. Uh, I've been out for, well, you've been out for, you've been out for just under, I've been out for just over three hours. Yeah. And That's been good. That's yeah. been a good, good little adventure. So give us a shout, get in touch on Facebook, Twitter. Tell us what's happening with, if you did Ma- uh, Manchester, always keen to know what happened in Manchester. Oh yeah, you want to know about that and all of your stuff. Let's get a photo of me and you and the snot hanging out my nose. Um, <laughs> and the other thing, I was going to say, I'm glad we uh, said that because... Another thing I want to... He's got the phone. Ah, um, another thing that I want to remember is this dog run we've done just then. I've carried yeah. on talking, haven't I? But anyway, let's yeah. go. That's okay. Um, this dog run today and this three hours running yeah. is great training. Yes. But what I did with my 20s was wonderful because that's what my first 20 was like. Was yeah. Like a, an infinite seeming wander around London. Yeah. And then the next time when I did it fast and just kind of went there and back in two different directions. It just felt like a morning run. Just felt, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's all a marathon is. It's just a run. Yeah, yeah. It's quite a long It's a long morning run. Yeah. And it's finished by, you finish at the very latest by one. Yep. And just chill out. The very latest. Just chill out. There's people all over Britain clapping their hands, their heads going. No, 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 no. No, no. For us, for us. Oh, yeah, for us, right. And most people between, I mean, most, most of them be between like three and a half and five, won't Absolutely. they? Absolutely. But here's to you, you know, if you're running a 5.15 marathon, oh if you're running goodness. a 6.30 marathon, my goodness. total and utter respect. It's That's really hard work. And London really is, is for, it's for all of us. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, absolutely. A lot of these marathons, they're just like going back to the water thing, you know? Then it isn't about athletes doing it as fast as possible. It's about people experiencing this huge thing in this brilliant city, you know? It's about runners doing it on their own terms, isn't it? Exactly. It's about everyone having their own experience. And, and then the yeah, 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 yeah. In their own trainers. Yeah. Very important. Take your trainers. Yeah. Don't forget your trainers, people. Oh, it's full of the great Come tips. on, yeah. All the tips. See that run call? I never thought that. Yeah. I kept turning up to Manfred. Didn't have any trainers. Like that bloke at the park on the other yeah. day. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. forgotten his trainers. Yeah. Okay. Um, we'll, do, we'll do all our marathon tips. Uh, if you've got anything, particularly, again, left field, things we will not have thought of, stories we will not have heard, we'll cover them in the last few days. And any tips? For me, on the shortest marathon training schedule in history, <laughs> the 15-day training. Message Paul on the Thursday before the marathon. As a matter of urgency. Stuff you can do on the motorway up to Liverpool, <laughs> ideally. And sponsor me. Of course, always. We'll see you online. With Paul Tomkinson and Rob Deering. 
Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.